Hey, what is going on, everyone? It's me, Mr. Mario, and welcome back to another episode of Mario's Minute. This is going to be for October of 2020, and this is going to be a little pre-spooky episode, I guess, because it's coming out a few days before Halloween. But in case you do not know, this is a little podcast or series I like to do where I, I put so. it up on my YouTube channel, Mr. Mario 2011, with a little bit of a visualizer. Or, of course, it's available wherever major podcasts are available. Just check your favorite app or platform, look for Mario's minute and you can listen it to listen to it over there like a regular podcast so to speak and this is kind of just where i come on here once a month and talk about whatever the hell i want to i try and alternate between having guests and being solo and aside from like one month where i slipped up i've been pretty good at it so far so at this point we do have a guest on here uh and before i go any further i guess i'll even uh, ask him here while he's on the line uh to my guest who the hell are you <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Master Turkey. Master Turkey. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It's much appreciated. Word. So, Master Turkey, I guess, uh, what is... Tell the fine people listening what you do here. Um, Like, on YouTube, per se? Wherever is you that want to, man. I mean, that's where I know you from, at least. We, oh, okay. Like, we follow each other through, like, YouTube and Twitter, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I... I started the Master Turkey channel after um, an original channel that I had. Uh, my original channel was just my personal channel. I had a bunch of PSP stuff um, up on there. But it was back in the day when you could put music on on uh, on YouTube without getting flagged. So mm -hmm. using like a iMovie, I think it was, to like, <laughs> to, you know what I mean? And a, and a laptop. So there was just too much music on there. And when I tried to get back into the YouTube space... There were so many flags on that that channel that I just created a new channel. So and then it sort of just came from there. Yeah, right on. I know I at least got acquainted uh, with you through uh, your homebrew, like your P PS4 homebrew coverage specifically. Okay, yeah, I I've been slacking on that a little bit just because of time, but um, that was fun. I'd say that was some of the more fun that I've had with the channel for sure. Quite a few of the developers like Lappy even let me test his homebrew before coming out. Like, uh, I think my favorite was his Duck Hunt remake. Yeah, that was yeah, yeah. so awesome. Yeah, the one where you like literally take the controller, point it sideways, and you shoot that way. Yes. Yeah. Like I, and I, I've been, I was making these like one to two minute videos, um, from the PS4 scene. And it, I guess they kind of resembled commercials cause, um, a couple of websites ended up using it. And I was always wondering where those external links were coming from. And I found them later, like, Oh, this person is using my stuff. And he was like, Oh yeah, I like, cause they're, you know, they're short couple of minutes just showing exactly what the homebrew is like. And I don't know. It it was a lot of fun, and that that uh, the duck hunt one was awesome because I I did put a a camera up showing that yeah you're you just point the PS4 yep. controller at the screen and pull the trigger. I I do remember that one specifically. Yeah, I <laughs> and, and even thinking about it too. I mean, just that's even an example to me at least, like some revolutionary homebrew. Like it's not like scene shattering, mind you, but that's something that I've never seen a retail game on the PS4 even attempt to do. I mean, I, it looks phenomenal. It looks phenomenal. It plays phenomenal. I, I think that was one of Lappy's better, better homebrews. But I mean, and I know it's like probably, yeah, I won't even say it, but I'm sure that if somebody found it, they would be like, hey, that's take that down. 
<laughs> I get it. It's it's been up long enough though where I think it's okay, but yeah. Yeah, no, I I totally get that. And even so, I, I was going to say as well too, uh one thing I've noticed with just those like a little kind of not developer showcase, but kind of just like a little showcase of pieces like that, uh at least in my experience developers love seeing their uh their creations applications games and what have you in action like that um like i i don't think i've ever really met a developer who's seen me using any of their applications and they're just like oh take that down this is awful like almost maybe the worst i've ever gotten is like you should have covered this or this should have been done or you should put like a disclaimer here but like aside from that most of the time they're just like hey that that's that's like my thing running on like on the screen there that's really awesome thank you so i i think a lot of people just want to it's cool you know you create something you put out into the ether and as opposed to a lot of just like screen names you know typing up about it and giving reviews and such it's really cool like putting like an actual like name face voice to something and seeing it in full action you know yeah i've actually had a few people just ask me to make videos like um Mm -hmm. dark dark hacks actually asked me to do his neo geo video for the ps4 and then lightning mods asked me just to do a quick video of the store update that he did so right on. I, I was i was pretty active in their discord back in the day but then i don't know just time buying the house you know what i mean yeah i got yeah, yeah. i got banned in there for some random reason and i forget why it wasn't like bad i think it was just jokingly fun band or whatever and i and i think they even said that too and they reinstated me immediately but it was at the time when i bought a house and i just was like i don't have time to figure out what's going on you know like i need to like i need to do some adulting (laughs) sure no i i get that buying a house is uh it's it's a lot it's a lot dude it's it's too much it's too much (laughs) i i I would suggest people just like not use, um, just go bank owned properties. Like, and I bought mine. It was so, so distressed and so shitty and just, it was a dump. It was a dump with uh, mold, mildew, not mold, but just mildew. I'm I'm happy we're talking about this because I haven't caught up with you. I know like one of the times we talked, like I think it was the first time we really talked at length. Like I was talking to you about house stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah. 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 So yeah. How's that going? I mean, it's fine now, but it was terrible for five months. And then the six months that it took to try and buy it because the guy who owned it, like, yeah, they don't want to, like, let it go for too cheap. They never want to fix anything. And it's like, that that's fine. But you also don't want to end up in a money pit, you know? So sure. I don't It's It's fine now. It's fine now. Good. It just took a, a long time to get here, you know? Good, good. Well, especially even, like, right now, like, you know, in the midst of 20... Oh, shit, we're almost done yeah. 2020. But, like, right now in 2020... Uh, ever, dude, you can, for, for anyone that doesn't know, I mean, if you're trying to get rid of your property, this is a good time to do it. It's a very great seller's market right now. If you're not trying to yeah. buy, I have been told by people, uh, do not buy a house right now, unless you are buying something that you want to live in for the rest of your life, or you just have that extra really? money to burn. Yeah. Because you dude, you can take any, like you could just take like a shitty house that you own right now. You don't have to do any updates. You don't have to do any maintenance. Don't have to do any repairs to it. You can pop an asking price on there, put it up on the market, and within, on, on in a bad case, within a few days, you will get at least that asking price. Yeah. And I, it, I so it's like, it's to the, and sorry, sorry on that, but like, it's to no, no, the no. point where 
because you know like before you like even in your case you said it took you like six months to get the house and stuff like yeah no at this point a house goes up on the market and there's going to be eight ten people who are coming to look at it which like you know before like if people come look at your house it doesn't mean anything uh but it's to the point now houses are selling so fast if you go into a house and look around if you decide you like it right there you have to put an offer in. You don't have time to sleep on it. You don't have time to really think about it. You got to put an offer in. And chances are, if you're not paying like tens of thousands over that asking price, you're probably going to lose that house. That's That seems strange. That sounds like the California market. So I, I came from California and um, yeah, I, so my dad, my dad basically venture capitaled and then I did all of the work. We bought uh, two properties. One of the, the first property was a condo and do they had taken everything out of there besides the toilet and the copper and the walls, the lights were gone. Oh, um, man. Two, the door, the, the door was broken. Like the lock was broken. Nobody could get in. You had to get a locksmith just to get in. And um, <laughs> we could, you could see through the windows. So I was just like, you know what? screw it. Like, let's just, let's just do it. It was near Sonoma state. And if it's, if it's near a college, you should just buy it, dude. It, it's sort of irrelevant. What's wrong with it. You can just fix it up and rent it out, you know? And then yeah. dude, he made, he made 90 grand on that, man. Nice. I just lit, I just lived in it and fixed it up. And then the house he made like, dude, he made two, 200 240 grand on the house so and then that one i actually benefited from because that paid off my student loans thank thankfully congratulations so. <laughs> right so, screw you sally may and and wells <laughs> and wells fargo but but because i i yeah i ended up like when you do that when you just cash out like that though like i had i had nothing i was living in a I was living in, in an old lady's house waiting for an apartment to to go up because of the dog. So I have a dog, Sadie the Snuggle Bear. She's a Staffshire Terrier, but in California, they don't let you have any of those, uh, whatever, aggressive breeds, right? So okay. anyways, long story short, the apartment burned down in 2017, and I just, at that point, I said, screw it, and I packed up and moved to texas lost my job too lost my job sorry to hear about that but i know you got a pretty decent job now right yeah no no i've got a a a good job now i just like and that's what honestly that's why the youtube channel started was because depression depression can really fuck with you man and like if you if you lose your job and have a house like or a condo or whatever apartment burned down that you're supposed to move into and you're like renting a room at some old lady's house like i don't know man yeah that was tough that was Mm -hmm. a bad time for me and and youtube youtube cut really helped out with that man that's beautiful There's you were no able to find an outlet yeah. with that though i know yeah I've, I've even thought of that a few times as well because like youtube's definitely pulled me through a few things um but there's it's funny because there is like i won't even say the time period maybe people can guess on there but like there was one time period where i was just like i was really in this like depressive funk and mm-hmm. I, it's one of those things I didn't realize it until I got out of it. But like years later, I went back to just kind of like watch a few videos I did back then. And like, they were fine videos. They were like tutorials and just updates and things like that. But I'm just like, holy shit, I sound so fucking depressed in here. Like nobody ever pointed this out. <laughs> you could just tell by listening. Yeah. Yeah. It was, dude, it was yeah. scary. 
But I think maybe to other people who don't know me, which like a majority of my viewers, of course, don't know me on that. But like maybe just to a lot of people, it just sounded like, you know, someone with a bad mic or something. But like I myself, since I know myself, I heard and I'm like, wow, no, like I can hear myself now. And then I hear this recording and I'm like, yeah, no, I was fucking depressed from like this period to this period. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's nice to have YouTube, you know what I mean? A creative outlet to sort mm -hmm. of take your brain, your brain and, and, and your body off of, of, yeah, off of that for a period of time. Hell yeah. I, I agree. And, and not even just YouTube, like even if you just have any kind of like creative outlet, it really helps out. And I guess I use that loosely too, because I, I don't count myself, for example, as a creative person, but like this allows me to like get my hands dirty, at least virtually and do a thing and output something. I don't know the mods that you do. I feel are that's create. I feel like creativity is is using your hands to create something. And if if you're modding a console, you're creating something. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Although I guess for yeah. me in my head, I I kind of look at it as like copy and paste. I'm like, hey, oh. I see instructions online, and now I do them, and it's done. Yeah, but people like seeing YouTube. They like seeing the videos, the tutorials, like and sure. stuff. And you have you just have a shit ton of tutorials. Like I just I, a few. <laughs> yeah, I have like <laughs> two tutorials, and I'm just like, I do I really need to make a tutorial because you know Mr. Mario's already done it. Simpsons already did it. Okay, so. <laughs> I don't well, need to do it. Well, thank you. I appreciate being compared to The Simpsons, but it, it, anybody can make a tutorial, man, for the most part. So I don't, I don't own anything of that, nor does anybody else. Well, all right. Yeah, I know one one thing. Kind of backtracking that did pique my interest. You said you had a original like PSP channel. Like around when was that? Because I, I, I did. Yeah, that, that was like my origins as well too. So that's oh, like a nice. very important thing to me. That was um so. Wrecked a motorcycle in 2005, moved to LA in 2006 with the broken hand still. So it was probably between 2006, 2007, and 2009, I'd say. I worked at uh, the Apple store and then um, at the Musicians Institute, I worked in their their computer lab for a little bit. Um, so, and, and I don't know, I just really liked the PSP, the idea that a battery could, you could flash software to a battery and then you know put the little magic stick in put the battery in and hack someone's psp i just i don't know why but i loved that yep yep dude i i unbricked and i modified so many psps with the, the pandora's battery and the magic yes. memory stick like yes that was revolutionary because i remember even like explaining it to my dad and my dad was just like wait like no you can't you can't like install things on a battery and i'm like i'm telling you dad you can do it you can change <laughs> the software on a battery it doesn't make sense to me either I just, I just thought that was the coolest thing. And then, um, when it came out that you could make your custom, um, PlayStation games run on the PSP, I used something called Prometheus Pro for Macintosh. Mm -hmm. It was really, really good. I just loved it. And then I, and then I kind of started dabbling into Photoshop a little bit. So I made make the custom icons and custom backgrounds. And um, I remember. I was probably one of the first and I'm not one of the first, like I'm the first, like the first people like as a group to have um, saves transfer across uh, Final Fantasy seven. Cause I think you had to make sure that all the discs had the same uh, title ID. 
Yeah, it's it was before you merged them. Eventually, I, you could just merge them into one package, and I was like, "Gosh darn it!" <laughs> <laughs> I I remember those. You know what? The funny thing is, I probably stumbled across your videos back then as well too, because I was like really deep into the PSP around that time. That's nice. kind of like it's not what started everything here, but like it was definitely a big inspiration. So like I I remember a few I remember a few YouTubers back then. One of them I can't you know his channel's down. I can't find like any archives of it. Um, huh. one of them that sticks out to me is a dark Bishop 420. If you ever saw any of his, I did. I oh did, my yeah. God. Okay. You're like one of the other people who knows yeah. just like, Hey, if anybody in the comment section knows dark Bishop 420, just like shout him out or like, let me know or something. But it, like, I remember he did a bunch of tutorials and he did like PSP news and a bunch of other stuff, but, uh, nice. his channel's down. I've tried to look at it through huh. way back. I can't find it, man. It's That's so disappointing. Weird. That's weird. My my channel is still up, believe it or not. I do have one tutorial on there, but using the Mac um, Prometheus Pro to make the PlayStation um, PSP. I, I just loved doing that shit. A lot mm -hmm. of my stuff, though, is corrupted now, though. I went back and tried to take a look at it. And, oh, man. And, and some of them are just, it's just lost to the, yeah, to time, I guess, you know damn that's disappointing i still i yeah. still absolutely love the psp though i actually did even some oh, stuff yeah. on it recently either like personally or for the channel and all that so even like in my <laughs> in my closet like i've now i think it was about last year uh i finally fulfilled like my childhood or not really but like my teenage dream i call it childhood but like my dream of now i have every single psp model Oh, nice. Yes. Nice. So I, that makes I, me I happy. just have the the fat from back in the day. That's I, like and the I sturdiest sold, one. Yeah. I sold my PSP collection, though, for to buy, yeah, for a down payment on the house. And, and oh. I definitely regret that because um, Org Tactics, I had the card set for it. Mm -hmm. um, and it was in mint condition. And yeah, whatever. It is what it is, man. I got you. Gotta, you. I make mean, some sacrifices. You got a house out. If you want to hear something yeah. worse, I sold like half my PSP collection for twelve months of Xbox Live. I hate. Oh, that, that is terrible. I, that I, is... I, I'm so. I've never said that out loud. I feel so. That is terrible. Yeah, that was like fifteen year old me. Oh my god. Oh man. Yeah. For twelve months of Xbox Live. Yeah. That just. At least I got a house. Like at least. Oh it, that's why I'm saying at least you got a house. Okay, I got some. Okay. I got a membership. So I'm. Yeah. I'm not happy with it either. Okay. But dude, dude, not to transition like fully off of no, that. But Xbox, good. Xbox Live is, it's. I feel like Xbox is going to be lit pretty soon here, man. Yeah, just they. The whole... This has been like when your sports team is just doing really bad, and you just have to sigh and say, "Well, it's kind of a rebuild year." <laughs> this is kind of a rebuild year for well, rebuild generation for Xbox. Like I'm, I will say, I have not really. I, I liked the Xbox One until I got a PS4. And then I've just been PS4 yeah. and Switch for most of the generation. Uh, but uh, Xbox Series X has been doing some stuff that's interested me. And like all the moves that they have been doing this generation have been to build themselves up for next generation, which is right around I, the corner. I think it's huge, man. Yeah. I think it's huge. And I think they're, they're going to be doing really, really freaking good. And I, I am one of those ultimate game pass subscribers like i just canceled netflix i just figured you know what i don't i don't watch enough on netflix and i have a bunch of friends on xbox that i play with so i'm like that's 15 dollars. i'd rather spend 
on that. And it's just like, I call it the friend pass because whatever game that they want to play, you probably already have. Mm -hmm. You have all, all the first party titles. Um, and just that with all their list of the games coming up that are going to be on ultimate or on game pass, I should call it. It, It's dude. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's definitely been like the best value you can get in terms of gaming right now. Cause I think I've talked about it on here before and even with friends and such, but like, uh, because I'm, so I'm the oldest brother in my family. And because of that, because I also try to be the cool brother, I let my younger brothers like mooch off of me. And then I do a bunch of awesome <laughs> shit for them and everything. So that's how that goes. But like one of the things is I gave them an Xbox one years ago. <laughs> and then I set yeah. that system as my home system. So any subscriptions, any digital games, whatever they are able to benefit but it's uh, so great because there's a lot of stuff that they want to play that's pretty current and new that comes onto Game Pass, and they're able to just play it right off the rip, and they can play online and do all that other stuff, and it works out super well. So there's been a and, lot of times they want to buy something, and I'm like, oh, no, we don't have to buy it. Like It's on Game Pass. I'll just add it to my library, and then you can find it on your library and just download it. But how many people can use that is what I want to know. Like, like, so you can use it and your brother can use it, but is that two people or do you have more people sharing the Game Pass? Uh, so on that, it is going to be like per console. So for example, like my console, the one that I own in my home, uh, mm-hmm. I can use my Game Pass and get online on my own, like Mr. Mario account, as long hmm. as uh, I'm connected online. If I don't have an internet connection, I'm not able to reap those benefits but on their system so it's per console but like Hmm. as long as i have an internet connection i can use my game pass my subscription on any system i log into but on their system because that's designated as the home one any account that sits on that system can utilize my rewards and everything else so they can make like 20 accounts and they can all you know get like they could just make a bunch of scrub accounts and do whatever the hell they want to Okay, yeah, because I was playing with my buddy Johnny, and his brother has Game Pass, but he doesn't. But it's they're in the same household, so it shows his brother logged on, and then it shows him logged on, and, and basically he's playing via his brother's account. And I was like, oh. how the hell, how are you doing that? But then also getting getting to use the Game Pass, you know? Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, no, it just it's um once you set the home system on there for like the master account, so to speak, it just everything else shares on there. So it's okay. a really seamless system. It's worked out super well. It's not as seamless on like PS4 or even Switch for that matter, but you know, it's all good. Like like my Xbox has done it the best. And like the most I think the most impressive thing to me as well too has been because we I think we do like some kind of sharing on like all the platforms. But, like, Steam, I thought, was pretty good for a while. And it still is, like, you know, when you can share your Steam library. Uh, but it is set up where it is one license, like, one user per license. So if a brother of mine plays any single one of my Steam games, no one else can touch them. And hmm. if I try and play a game, it ends up kicking him off, especially if it's, like, the same game. However, on... um on the Xbox, if there's a digital title we want, like, let's say, even though this is a bad example because it's on Game Pass, but let's say, like, they want to play Halo 5, um, I can purchase Halo 5 digitally, and we can all play that together off my one license. That's just crazy. I f- like I said, I, f- I feel like they're they're going places, and not a lot of people... I mean, I'm sure a lot of people are, are there because they're, like, a ton of Game Pass subscribers, but... I think this is their year, man. This mm-hmm. system is their system, and this is their year. Yep, yep. We'll definitely see that on there. I know um, 
you know, I, I guess I could ask you about this because I was going to bring this up on here. Uh, but yeah. the uh, I've I've looked at the Xbox a bit, but like the PlayStation Five teardown. Um, did you end up seeing that? I so I, I tend to avoid some some of those things. I just don't. I I'm not buying a PlayStation Five. I'm just not doing it. Really? Not, not until not until they give me reason to. What's the point? I have a PS4 Pro. Okay. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, and really everything like Miles Morales comes out, the new Horizon Zero Dawn comes out for it. And if you look at their previous title, what they did with their previous title, it looks gorgeous, right? Because they only render like what your field of view is plus what 10% on each side. So uh, their engine is just phenomenal. So it, even on a PS4 Pro, I'm sure Horizon Zero Dawn, the new one's going to look fantastic. What? Why? What? Why? You tell me, why should I buy a PS5? Mr. Mario. Oh, in my opinion, I mean, there's well, coming from someone who's not getting any of the new systems on launch, there's not really much of a reason to get any of the new systems on launch. Um, See, that's like I'm right there. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I was just more talking about like the actual teardown itself, but like, even, oh, yeah, yeah. But, but even like, getting... I saw, I saw some of the teardown, like just how the, the, the fans. I basically saw the fans. I didn't go into it just because he looked so sad. The guy tearing it down looked like. <laughs> Like, like he was on like some serious antidepressants, man. Like, and they weren't kicking in. I think he was just really tired and he was just very much like, yep, this is my life. I've done this like 80 (laughs) times. I've done this 90 times. They wanted me to do 90 takes. This is 91. I'm so sick of this shit. Can I I go home now, please? I haven't seen my family. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they're, they're getting right up there in crunch times. I totally get that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, well, even going back to the whole thing, like I, so I tried to secure a ps5 because like i i told i'm not you did i i tried uh for about 20 minutes and then it didn't work (laughs) and i said i'm not gonna waste my time because like i don't have a reason to get either of these on launch but i would get the ps5 first just because that will have some of the more it will have some more games i'm interested in as opposed to xbox series x where like they've already said there's going to be no exclusives on it the first year um yeah but on that um a lot of people that I'm seeing, I mean, they're just really, really hyped on the hardware itself, which is fine. Yeah. But a lot of people I'm seeing are getting a PS5 in place of a PS4 Pro. Like they're going from a PS4 or a PS4 Slim to a PS5. Or, But I, I don't see it as much on the Xbox side. Like I see a lot of people went from the Xbox One to the Xbox One X to now the Xbox Series X. Um, so I think they're more just excited for like all the old stuff on there. But I guess I'm a little worried as well, too, because I'm like, we're seeing just a lot of like older. I'm not saying like ancient stuff, but it's like, well, Gears 5 is not new. Gears 4 is not new. Like I support backwards compatibility, but like I I want to see the new games. You know, I want to see the new software. <laughs> So, so I, I think honestly that Xbox is is more like a PC. That, it is that, right. We 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 up. I upgrade my PC like not all the time, but probably every six months to a year. Uh, hopefully a year. Like my yeah, my graphics card's like three years old now, but because of the fubbed uh, twenty series launch, I wasn't able to get one. And um, but but Xbox, sorry, Xbox that's what they're doing they're doing like yeah sure the old games whatever but look at my steam library i've got tons of old games on there i've been playing call of juarez or whatever Mm -hmm. on uh via steam like i i don't i don't i don't know i don't mind that they're doing old 
you know, old games and stuff like that. It's like you're upgrading your PC and you have access to this huge library, like just like you would on, well, not as good as Steam, but it's it's similar is all I'm saying. Sure, sure. I just know like PlayStation, for example, they're going, and, and mind you, like I'm a believer a launch is like launch titles are not as, they're not as important as they used to be. They're, they're important right at the beginning but you only get like that first impression one time and it's really you don't you don't forget a first impression but the rest of the generation is really what's going to matter and like overall for me i've had more generational fun with ps4 as opposed to xbox one that's a whole other thing on there but like on the ps4 well ps5 for example i've told friends i said like well all the launch titles are also going to be on ps4 Except yeah. for Demon Souls, which I don't know about you, but I am not a Souls type player because I don't like nope. to get super angry when I play games. And even <laughs> one of my friends who like huge props to her, like she played through the original one on PS3 from start to finish and cussed a oh lot and she enjoyed it, but she'll never touch it again. She wants yeah. a PS5 and I told her about that. And even her, she's just like, nope, nope, I don't care. Like, that's really cool. They're going to remake it, but I played it once. I'm not going to play it again. <laughs> Yeah, the, the I'm not a Dark Souls, Demon Souls, any of those fans. I don't like you said. I I, I don't want to die. I'm yeah. Anyways, and and that's the only one that's on there. It's almost like what it reminds me of the is the Xbox 360 um to Xbox 1. So they said that Titanfall was going to be an Xbox 1 exclusive. Yes. But then at the at right, right at the end there, they were like, "Ah, you know what? Screw it. Let's put it on 360 as well." And I was like, "Well, that's the only game that I really was excited for for Xbox One. Mm-hmm. So I didn't buy an Xbox One. I just I just bought Titanfall for the 360 and played the crap out of it. And then and honestly, that's when I transitioned back to uh, PC because I just didn't see anything on the Xbox One that was exciting me. And I was like, you know what? I'll just buy a graphics card instead. And I actually ended up playing Titanfall on the PC for a long ass time mm-hmm. after that too. I was like, cool, I'll just upgrade the graphics on the game that I'm playing currently, you know? You want to know something really funny about Titanfall on 360 compared to the other builds? Hmm. It loaded the fastest. Did it really? Cause it, I played and, it on PC. Now, granted, I didn't play it on SSD, but I played it on PC on a hard drive. I played it on Xbox huh. One and 360, and it loaded the fastest on 360 every single time. No, no shit. That I did not. <laughs> that I did not know. Yeah, it just didn't I, look as nice, and like the sounds were like super, super crunchy and compressed. But like, it was still the same damn game. Yeah, I mean, I I loved Titanfall. That's that's honestly where I met. Um, most of the people that I play with currently is from Titanfall. That's we awesome. got to the point where we were playing um, the Supremes. No one's gonna remember any of these Titanfall people, but whatever. We we were we got to the point where we were just pub stomping, so we stopped pub stomping, and then we just created private matches and started inviting uh, some of these people and playing against each other. And it was just like I'm sure if we wanted to go pro, we probably could have, especially since we were playing a lot of the people who were playing in tournaments and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Titanfall was just such a fun game. I I miss it. I actually need to go back and revisit Titanfall too, but like, I love the first Titanfall so much. That, that was my jam, man. I have thousands of hours pumped into Titanfall. That's awesome. People, (laughs) people hated people hate like even the friends that i play with hated playing against me because i would start with the smart pistol go as fast as i could farm people like in attrition and then not a lot of people knew that you could swap out your second gun 
if you didn't know that it, you, you weren't playing Titanfall enough, I guess. Yep. So then you then you could have the smart pistol and like the the carbine or whatever it was, and dude, you could just wreck people. Like we we were getting like. 150 points each person half the time which is like almost <laughs> half of the thing like people did not like playing against me man that's really funny <laughs> oh man but yeah like i, I mean just kind of going back to this i'm just thinking with like the ps5 itself like what's the you point know? i just don't see the point i i love my ps4 i have a huge collection when i when i can get my hands on it if i don't have to jump through a bunch of hoops mm-hmm. then fine i'll I'll buy a ps5 and and thankfully like they've said that all the titles that i have um support it i know you said you have a couple how do you have like they have a list of like five games that are not gonna play and uh, you have some ten, of those five games? i want to say and there's two games one of them is shadow like um shadow complex remastered i own a physical copy of it and there's another game i don't remember what it is because i don't have the list in front of me but there's another game i believe i physically own and it just doesn't work on ps5 shadow complex is on steam and it's on the epic game store i think so like if you really wanted to play it you just play it on pc it doesn't even take but i'm not gonna get rid of my p like i i have like personally i have three ps4s i'm i'm always gonna have at least one of them all right hey yeah i I know i have one of them's jailbroken then two of them are stock but i have them in like different areas where i live so okay yeah yeah yeah. but i have reasons for them but i'm 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 going to have at least one ps4 so i'll be able to play play it because i I have a physical copy of that shadow complex yeah I mean, I have two PS4s. I was almost gonna call you Misty, Mister Moneybags with your three PS4s, but I have t- I have two technically. So <laughs> I got you. It, you you start rationalizing like why to have multiples. It happens. Right, well, it yeah. I should, I have no room to talk because I have uh, a Switch, uh, two PS4s, almost all the retro consoles. I'm mm-hmm. missing the GameCube. And I'm sure, you know, all the ones that no one else has, like Neo Geo, CDI, and I had a 3DO, and I just, I sold it to buy for down payment on the house. I sold too much stuff for the down payment on the house, but... Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I know, uh, I think we had talked before about your um, your Xbox that you were thinking of selling. It's a good thing you kept it, though. I almost, I almost sold you that Xbox, and I'm glad I did it. Yes. It's just, it's, there's too much, there's too much memories there. I get and, it. I get that. And, and it's, it's... Uh, it's complete you you know what i mean it's missing the i think it's missing the add-on where you can use like um the remote or something like the x3 ir that's what it is i think that's the only thing that it's missing and i had it purchased and i just don't know where it is and i never installed it so sure but it but it's pretty much complete minus the new hdmi did you see that they have an hdmi mod for it now uh yes because i own one of those <laughs> nice yeah yeah did you do that hmm? did you do that in the video yet no 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 actually uh right after this i'm going to be like so okay. so spoiler for anybody i guess you get like a few days notice on here uh the next video i have will be a xbox hdmi review but yeah like af- after this sometime today i'm going to record like the a-roll footage for that because nice. i've got like all the b-roll i've had more than enough time to work with it and you know have my thoughts on it but yeah i got one that was sent to me for review i didn't do the install awesome. myself but like i got like a system that was pre-fitted with it and everything and oh Uh, i i would give my opinion on it but i don't want to until the review it's really hard for me to not tell you my opinion so i can only give you facts (laughs) are you are you allowed to say if um because my mine has some weird thing and i haven't used the xbox in forever but i tried to record 
um, some Super Mario 64 footage going from component and their cheap component cable, so it could be the cheap component cable, mm-hmm. um, into the the retro tank. And dude, I just could not. It would not whatever it was outputting as, and then it kept changing resolutions based on what it thought that I had. That's, like I don't, I don't I don't own a retro tank a retro tank, but it could be something with the retro tank. I'm not all too oh, sure. Okay. Um yeah, because like for for me, I guess I can like share this. Like I I'm like I, I talk with the developer of it. He could not replicate it. No one else could. So I don't know what the hell's going on. But for whatever reason, I tried multiple setups. Like I used my laptop. I used my desktop. I used two two capture cards I own, like a Game Capture HD and HD60. If you just plug it up in there, it does not display. It does not pass through. You cannot capture. You can't do anything. Um, my monitor is fine because I can hook it up. And this is like the only system I have that has this issue. So I noticed the only way I can get it to actually display through my game capture setup was if I hook up a M cable through it. So it's like I go from M cable, like from Xbox to M cable to HDMI cable to game capture. And from there, it's like the M cable gives it a little bit more juice. Maybe that's all I can theorize to end up passing through the signal and it's the only console i have this issue with it's not my computer because i've tried two different computers and i and i think i had a little other like two other like smaller capture cards those other two ones are fine just like the one like little tiny usb joints or something but like my two main ones that i use it did not work with them for whatever reason but like since I didn't, you know, since I didn't want to manipulate the image or anything, I just hooked up the M cable, but I disabled it. So it was just using a pass through mode and it wasn't cleaning up the image or doing any processing on it. But then you were able to record it. Then I was able to display it on my monitor and I was able to record it at that point. Yeah, okay. that's that is that's... the only issue I had on there. But like aside from like resolution issues or switching or something, I think the only issue I could ever think of was like um, I was using a 720p patched version of a game. Which I mean, this is this is not no fault of it. This is like of the patch itself, and it was kind of deceitful because like at first the game was 720p, and then I noticed later on it went down to 480p. So I'm like, okay, this patch is kind of a lie. Like it's 720p yeah. for like a minute, and then it goes back down. That could be that could be just the game itself. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I'm not blaming that on the uh, uh, on the capture like on on the capture card or on the. Uh, on that Xbox HDMI itself. In fact, it was actually the capture card that told me because, you know, it shows the resolution on your screen. So last question. Okay. So <laughs> so, so a lot of people were replacing the, um, the Ethernet port with the HDMI. And the problem, I'm, you, you have tons of videos on this, and I, yeah. I haven't. I, I, the Xbox has to have that... Uh, has to have that network connection to be able to send the data to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when, they, when they're doing that, are they putting a Wi-Fi chip in there so that at least it still has that? Uh, I will give you a non-answer on. That is not the device oh. I looked into because the okay. Xbox HDMI is what I reviewed, and the one you're thinking of is All the right. one from Dan Kuntz, which is probably right. going to be called the Xbox Digital. But okay. I believe to his credit, because he did get, not backlash, but he got a lot of people like you and I saying, like, no, 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 we don't I'm, want to do that. So, we can't do that. Yeah. It's not possible. Yeah. Like, I'm not I'm, I'm not doing that to my beautiful executor system. Sure. That, like, I have to be able to send data through. I, Dude, I tried so many things, like Linux, uh, 
Unix, Mac, like nothing will send information to that Xbox hard drive. The it, it you Wait, have what? to use the FTP or whatever it is. Yeah, like you can't yeah. like there is no, nothing will recognize that file system for some weird reason. Yeah, because it, 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 it's, it's only. Oh, Fat X? I don't even know what the hell that is, it's, but apparently no computers fat, will read it. It's fat for the Xbox, and that is correct. Right. Like X, like computers are not supposed to read it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, rem- I remember when I first got into it, I tried anything and everything to get... Because I was like, I'm not sending all of these files over the FTP, like the... Or the you know the the network? I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm just not doing that. I was like, there's got to be a way. There, I was like, I... I'm not even, I'm not good enough to say that I'm good enough, but I, I couldn't, nothing could read it, man. There is actually a new tool, like this year, so it's nothing Ooh. like you missed out on, but I believe uh, it's called Fat X Explorer, and it's been used no for FatX drives for the 360, but they just added original Xbox support. Dude, so... that, that, see, now that, then I could be like, oh, okay, then, yeah, let's repl- replace the the ethernet port with an hdmi fine as long as you can hook up that stupid do you have ide drives not to like oh yeah go and off i still do... i still got ide drives but like i prefer to uh, really in my opinion um i don't want to spend but... more than 20 dollars on an ide drive once you're spending more yeah. than 20 bucks you might as well just spend five dollars to get an ide cable and an adapter and just go to sata so, so what are the advantages of, like, do you have a SATA drive in one of your Xboxes? Oh, yeah, or? yeah, I got several. Yeah. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. That yeah. that I don't. I have the old IDE, and I've been mm. thinking, like, eventually they're, that shit's just going to be, like, kaput. I mean, they're old. They're loud. If yeah. you're looking for the, – the big thing is, as well, too, is, like, the price. So, like, for example – Oh, yeah. Because um, now if you're looking – unless you're, like, going to, like, buy a $5 computer from a thrift store or something, like, if – if you got like $20 in your pocket, you can get maybe a, even now it's kind of hard to find like a 250 gig IDE drive for that price. You can get like a 160, something like that. Um, which, you know, isn't that much in 2020. Uh, or for example, if you end up spending like 50, $55, you can get a one terabyte in there, like a one terabyte SATA. And then you can spend, you know, about like if you're going with like cheaper parts, you can spend like five bucks getting five or six dollars getting like an IDE cable folded up and then get one of those adapters. So like yeah. for the you know total cost of around sixty dollars, you have a one terabyte system. See, I, I mean, and I'm still rocking the the like original five hundred gig and then like I think a three twenty in my second one. Gotcha, gotcha. Those are still good sizes as well too. Yeah, five hundred is not bad. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I was surprised to see Mario sixty four ported to the Xbox. I I have not tried that. I did see your like your brief video on it though. Yeah, and where I couldn't capture it Mm because I've I've no idea why. But yeah, I love that Mario sixty four is getting ported to basically just everything. It's going to be on a smart fridge pretty soon here. Mario sixty four is the new Doom at this point. Yes, totally. Yeah, I I I love the community with that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah 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 i do need to get this thought out with with ps5 oh yeah thing. yeah w- with it teardown is really cool i thought they're doing a lot of neat stuff uh but i used to work like my first job ever i worked at a game shop and the amount of nasty ps5s that are going to be coming out of smoker households is going to be staggering and yellow and gross 
Like, there's going to be so many white PS5s that are going to be yellow or kind of, like, light orange and are just going to be oh. super dirty. And then they even said, they're like, you can take off these plates and there's two holes here where you can vacuum things out. And I'm like, oh, God, that's just, like, that's just more places for things to go. That's disgusting. Like, I, I can appreciate it, but at the same time, I'm just sitting there like, God damn it, this thing's going to be so gross. <laughs> are there a lot of uh, uh, smoker households still? Like, I feel like... I guess it's, I'm I mean, jaded. I, I don't live in California. I came from California, but we don't, most people just don't smoke inside. I mean, it is 2020. So granted, I haven't worked in a game shop in like nine or 10 years, mind you. But I mean, yeah. I'll put it like this. We got like, we got nasty systems that came in. I think maybe one of my favorite short stories I have is like, we had a dude, we, like we personally knew him, but this guy was not the cleanest person and he would always have to, you know, trade in stuff for money. And mm -hmm. he brought in an Xbox 360, which we thought was the elite model, which was the black one. But it ended up just Ew. being a <laughs> yeah. You know, Ew. you know where I'm going with this. It was it was a standard white model, but it was so dirty that they thought it was the elite. And that the cables disgusting. were so nasty, like the power brick and the cables. They were so bad that we just threw them away. We didn't even try to clean them or refurbish them. <laughs> that is disgusting. Did you work at GameStop? No, I worked at a local shop. Oh, nice. That's even better. Yes. The, the, yeah. And then you saw you. So you were around when you saw the local shop get gobbled up by GameStop because that's where I'm from. We had Funko Land and then we had high tech game center. And, mm. and both of those just got gobbled up. By, so that was before my time. I was working oh. during uh seventh generation. So like PS3, oh, 360, okay. Wii. That's when I was yeah. working. So GameStop was, if anything, nice. GameStop was eating up EB games. Cause you know, they were, they were rebranding yeah. and all that. Um, no, I would more say the local game shops did a better job of gobbling themselves up or just kind of shutting down, which is really okay. disappointing now. Cause like, you yeah. know, like the, it, it kind of sucks to say, but like pretty much the only local game shop available in most places is GameStop. I feel like there's a resurgence though from like the retro community and people like our age are getting to the point where we have disposable income. So we're starting to kind of buy back those older consoles from, you know, from our youth and stuff. Sure, like I just bought sure. a, I just bought a Saturn and I was thinking of your story about the nasty 360 and it didn't smell like cigarette smoke. It just reeked like marijuana. So I had to like leave it in the, and I have no problems with marijuana. I'll mm -hmm. just put that out right now, but I just put it in the garage for like a few days and then the smell dissipated and then cleaned it up. You know, I don't have anything against like marijuana usage either. I don't use it, but what I do have things against is just smoking inside your damn household or your car. Yeah. It's, just, it's so gross. I don't care what you're smoking. It could be meth for all I care. Just don't do it inside your house. No, I'm the same way. If, if like, if somebody's like came to the house and was like lighting anything up, I'm like not inside the house. Like that's not what we do. Mm -hmm. We're adults here. Adults can go the fuck outside and smoke whatever the hell that that is outside. You don't have to. And then everyone smells whatever it is when they enter your house, whatever it is that you're smoking. People are going to smell that when they come in the house. Exactly. Granted, my house probably smells like dog. I'm sure your house smells like dog, too. I'd rather it smell like dog. You know, than... surprisingly, it doesn't really smell like dog. Lily's not really that uh, stinky. But... You got used to it. No, you just got no, used to it. No, I'm telling you, even when I leave for like a week or two and I come back, yeah. it just smells like a house to me. It does not smell like nice. dog. Yeah, well, Lily does stink. Okay, she. maybe I could ask you about this. She's got this. I don't know if, if your dog can emulate this. Lily's got this thing where it's like she won't really like you can't smell her unless you know you like smell her fur or something directly but 
if you take her outside and bring her back in, the yes. smell of outside, just like there's a, a chemical thing that goes on, I think. And like when she just comes in, she just reeks like stereotypical dog smell. I, I think it's like it's uh it's just like oils and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The the heat the heat kind of starts uh bringing those oils to the surface because I always just I talk to my dog right. I always say that like the Amazon Alexas in my house like that all the, all Jeff Bezos knows is just all the cute like uh nicknames I call my dog and stuff like that. But I always tell her she smells like she smells like a dog when she comes back in the house. And you're mm-hmm. so right. Like that's just how that is. They go outside and they come back in and she just smells like a dog. Okay, cool. So you can verify that because like everyone. Oh yeah. So the thing is like the the years I've owned her, everyone I tell that to, they think it's really weird. There's only been one other friend of mine who it's funny because he's like, I mean, I'm of Middle Eastern descent. He is as well, too. And one night, like I was just talking to him, we we're playing a game and I mentioned something about my dog. And he's like, oh, man, I hate it when, you know, you take a dog outside and you bring them in and they smell. And I'm just like, what? What are you like? Yeah, you're, you know what I'm talking about? He's like, oh, yeah, they stink when you bring them back yeah. in. And I was like, holy, how are you like the only other person who knows about this? No, it's it's totally true. And I, I think it's the. The sun, the heat, and the oils, something, all of that goes in there. And then, yep. yeah, yep. they just smell like dog, they're, man. But They're big, stinky puppers right afterwards. <laughs> I love my dog. Yeah, dog. dogs are just so great. Yeah. The best, man. I lost a puppy five months ago. It doesn't matter. I only had the puppy for like three or four months, and I still think about it all the time like it's just I'm that's the to toughest hear, decision yeah i mean i bought i didn't buy it i got it from the rescue um from san antonio pets alive i found out about san antonio pets alive from uh QuakeCon. they do these awesome t-shirts by the way and and since QuakeCon didn't happen this year i think they still sold some of those things but they mesh like cats and dogs into like doom um, and the Bethesda universes. If you haven't seen the t-shirts, you really should. And then the, the proceeds go to benefit, um, San Antonio pets alive. Um, anyway, so they, they try to save those dogs and yeah, he was, he was really, really rough, but I think he was sick the whole time. Like, and it just, it is what it is, man. I got you. I'm, I, yeah. I, re- I remember, I remember that happening. I'm sorry to hear, but yeah, I guess what it is. I just I think like, do you have just the one dog, the only I, dog? I I have a single dog. Yeah, she was actually I got her sick. She was um, her backstory is um, her previous owners got her as a puppy, and uh, they taught her her name, but nothing else. And they just kind of kept huh. her chained up outside and brought her oh. into the basement if it was too cold. Um, Jeez. So she wasn't like she wasn't like properly socialized or anything, and she just like craved human attention. Uh, oh. But her thing was, uh, she was about two years old when they surrendered her. She had never been taken to a vet. Uh, she had somehow gotten pregnant, and she was pregnant when they took her in. Uh, so within like a few months, this uh, the shelter had to you know like give birth to her puppies and like do like two plus years worth of veterinary work on her within a very short amount of time and they fixed her and she had heartworms when i got her so um thankfully like they covered all the bills i just had to go through a thing and it was like a legal thing too you have to sign it of like you have to bring your dog back for this and you have to do this and you have to obey this and if you don't take care of your dog in this way technically you can get get charged with animal abuse like it's a very serious thing yeah but like you know i took her there they took her they took real good care of her she had to be on bed rest for a month and she's i mean she's all good now at this point but like heartworms is a heartworms is a real thing she was a whole different 
different dog when she was sick. Yeah, I mean, I, I, do, I do the heartworm. I do the flea intake. Mm-hmm. I know some people don't do the heartworm because they're just like, eh. But in Texas, we've got mosquitoes, so it's just something sure. you shouldn't. You sure. shouldn't take lightly. Yeah, and I've, I mean, I've seen it too, like l- quite literally to the point you could play with Lily kind of like rough or super amplified for like five minutes and she would just get super, super sick to the point where she might throw up. Like oh. it was that bad before. Now she's great. Like she's been great for years, thankfully. But like I have well, seen it with good. my own eyes, so that's not something I take lightly. If people are just like, oh, it's fine. I'm like, you've never seen a dog sick with heartworms. That's why you think it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've I've talked to people that are just oh, I've ne- they, she's never gotten it, so we're just I mean I'm just not gonna do it because I'm pretty sure that she's not gonna get it. I'm like, all right, I mean, it's not even it's that just, much. The, the medicine is like ten or fifteen bucks a no, month. No, I know that's what I'm saying. It's 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 fairly cheap, and you just have to remember to do it once a month. I'm like, what yeah. else? I don't know. I I give it to her, so yeah, that's good. That's real good. Yeah. Yeah. Do we? Do you mind giving me two seconds? I'm actually gonna let my dog in. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. BRB. All right. So we just had to kind of break there because Master Turkey had to take out your dog. Right? Is your dog all good? <laughs> yeah, she's fine. She's all right. fine. All right. Perfect. Perfect. So I was gonna not at all dog related. I was gonna ask you about this, but uh, how do you feel about the switch? Uh, I love the switch. All right. Uh, recently, we all saw that Team Executor basically just got arrested for all that. Uh, sadly, I'm not versed enough to know if those are like the original people from like the executor days of, of In Xbox. short, no, they're not. Okay. So then, then I'm not too worried about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that, that executor basically just ripped off, um, at- atmosphere. Like I'm aware of that, but I, I feel like executors just like. I don't know. It's it's in my nostalgia DNA, so I still run it. Obviously, I'm not going to run it anymore. You have to just switch to Atmosphere. You know yeah. what I mean? And I, I have a lot of homebrew that I put up on on the channel. And none of it was people watched it. Like none of it was popular until like <laughs> Nintendo Nintendo decides to put out a game or Night Dive Studios is like, oh, I guess we'll we'll redo this this game or something um and then people watch it it's so weird like duke nukem 3d has been out on homebrew for like a ton of time but nobody 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 cares until then they're like oh we're gonna sell it and it's like okay now we want to go look to see if we can find homebrew yeah yeah yeah. actually speaking of that well one thing big shout out to modern vintage gamer because over two years ago he ended up and this just makes me so happy he didn't work on the official release to my understanding but like about two years ago, over two years ago, he ended up porting Postal over to the Switch called Postal NX, and that was actually the first time I ever played through Postal, so I finished it on Switch thanks to him two years ago. Really? And just recently, this month, which it blows my mind that this happened, because it wasn't really demanded, and it's on Nintendo platform, but Postal Redux is now available for purchase on the eShop for 10 bucks. And I'm not, like, sitting here saying, oh, Homebrew did it first, but it just it just makes me smile overall. It's like, oh, we were able to do this a couple years ago, and now it's, like, officially on the Switch, like, something I never thought would happen. Did you play through it even with the small the small screen, or did you oh, play the screen, it Oh, um, the screen's docked. not that bad to me, but yeah, yeah, no, I played it all almost all handheld on the Switch. Impressive. Yeah. Impressive. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, um other thing too i know because you were talking about like the nostalgic team executor i, I want to see if if you agree with this because i thought of this here but 
modding has never been like a super mainstream thing or anything mind you unless it was something like a flash cart for ds or like psp custom firmware but i'm just thinking with like the team executor name itself that's the only thing i can think of that the name is like as closest to a mainstream thing from modding you can get to and not like with current day team executor but with the Xbox, like the original system, even like back in the day or even now, if you talk with someone who messed around with the original Xbox or was really into it and you bring up Executor or Team Executor, either they or someone they knew or like a family, friend, sister, brother's cousin had a Executor box or an Executor thing. Like people just knew of that name and knew of that word. <laughs> Well, they sold a product for one. A lot of things are just what soft, soft mods, software hacks, right? The sure. executor actually sold a chip, and I feel like for Xbox, um, it was really popular. And they, it, I, I mean, they put like that their little like X logo. They put that on oh, their yeah. things as well too. Like people recognize that. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it, honestly, that was. That was when online gaming actually became not so faux pas, right? Like when I was in sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, we would play um, Quake online. We'd play Quake Two when it came out online. But but and if you talk to some random person in middle school, they they'd be like they'd call it online gaming, and then like use some sort of like it would just oh god, you play online games? Ugh, like, <laughs> that's that's just disgusting. Like but. M but suddenly Xbox comes out and everybody's playing Halo and and now it's fine. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I just feel like it 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 sort of pulled a lot of online gaming into the mainstream and I feel like people yeah, then the mod chip you have sure. the mod chip there and cuz people started using it. Yeah, cuz I I was just sitting here thinking about cuz like even one of my like one of my friends who I mean he's aware of modding, he's done some stuff but not like a ton of it. Um, like I showed him, for example, at one point, like an executor chip and he was just like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Like I recognize that X like, wait, I think when I was younger, like we bought a Xbox from someone and it had that X on it. Like I remember that. So that's why just like with, with those stories, I always hear like, it just, I, I don't know. I, I always hear stories like that and it makes me smile, but I'm just like sitting here wondering, I really do think that like the team executor branding, at least for the original Xbox is like the closest you can get to like a mainstream modding name. Well, and then now with the switch, like, of course, everyone knows the switch is hacked and, um, Oh yeah. You know, a atmosphere is, is the OS, but I mean the dongle and stuff that was sold was you know, mostly team executor at the front of that. Sure. I, I have, I have one of those great ones that you can use multiple OSs on though. Mm -hmm. I'm sure many people have those. Mm -hmm. The AliExpress, the AliExpress <laughs> special. Yep. Yeah. That is exactly <laughs> what is AliExpress special. <laughs> but then I also have the executor one just because of, uh, from a collection standpoint, sure. they, they, they rebranded the sticker. I wish I had it near me. They re they took off because the original has team executor on both sides with a small sticker and some asshole selling it online <laughs> decided to put their own, their own sticker on there. And oh, when awful. I, pre when I, I know when I pre-ordered it, I was pre-ordering it, not just as a, yeah, I want to use it, but also as like a, I don't know, something to keep, you know, yeah. it, it still came with the same box, everything else, but they had opened it up and put their own teeny tiny little sticker on one side that's just disgusting i know <laughs> <laughs> well 
not necessarily modding on here, although that was a fun talk, but I, I wanted to bring this up. So there was something who... I have my own reservations about Michael Pactor, but he ended up saying something a little bit silly about the Switch, which I don't think anyone can agree with. And I, I just, I wanted to get your thoughts on this because he, he has a couple quotes here and I'm just going to read them directly off. So there's an okay. interview that he did with uh, a, a, I guess, publication called Gaming Bolt. And he said here first, the first thing he said was, I don't really understand the whole hybrid concept. I don't think most people play it in both modes. I would say that maybe 20% of Switch owners play both modes. And I think most Switch owners play it handheld only. So I honestly don't understand the whole point of hybrid. Who cares? Play it as a handheld. Then another thing he said was, and Nintendo isn't that smart. So you never know what they will do next. But I think the smart thing would be to get rid of the Switch console and only have the Switch Lite. Get rid of the docking station, get rid of playing on the TV, maybe offer a fire stick style dongle for those who do want to play on the TV. And I just, I want to know what you think of that if you let it sit in, like settle in a bit. I Well, one, I think it's ridiculous. I should preface this though, that I don't actually play the Switch as much as most people. I am hardcore PS4 and computer. I do play the Switch, but but the Switch did replace my Take It on the Airplane. The PSP was my Take It on the Airplane for a long time, and then barely the Vita, I, it would be like a battle. Be like, should I take the Vita? Ah, I mean, most of the stuff that I want to play, like emulators and stuff, that's on the PSP, Some original, most of the original PlayStation games. I love playing N-Hander. It's like a... Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like a Square Enix made like a shooter and it runs decently on the PSP. I wouldn't say it runs great, but I love playing that on the airplane. But the Switch just replaced it. When they came out with Civilization Six. it's one of the only physical games that I own for the Switch. Um, it I, That's it. That changed it for me. I, I switched to bringing that on the airplane with me. I can play Civilization VI on the Switch for hours and just suddenly the plane's landing and I'm getting off of the plane. But I think that's a stupid statement, though, because people are, are lead different lives. You know, I don't take public transportation anymore, but when I lived in L.A., I took public transportation all the time. I rode the metro everywhere. Why wouldn't you? It, mm -hmm. was, it, was, it was right there. It was cheap. Um... I mean, sometimes if you wanted to chance it too, you didn't have to buy a ticket. Hopefully, you know, they're not, they're not going to check the ticket, but you know, I always just paid for the ticket just cause it was cheap. But you know, I played the PSP on the Metro all the time. That's, that's part of the reason why I was into the PSP so heavily was because my lifestyle allowed for that. And goodness gracious, do I miss that man not having to drive and you just, your brain, your stress level, everything just frees up. But I'm, I'm sorry. Everyone leads a different life, so I think that's a stupid statement. I think their hybrid console was a was a good idea. I mean, you have the option of playing it in either or. You can pick it up and play it on the couch, or you can plug it into the TV. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I mean, I'm personally one of those people. I would say like a, a vast, vast, vast majority of my gameplay is handheld, just because I really? like play. Yeah, just because I like playing it in handheld. And like typically, what I'll do, like I'll be like in my game room. And I'll have like a music video or something else playing, just like music like on okay. my TV. And then I'm yeah. laying down on my couch, like really comfy, playing the Switch like right there in front of me, which even shocked me. Like I'll tell you, that's been like a big paradigm shift for me this generation. So even staying in the house and locked in during COVID and all this stuff, 
I'm still playing uh, the Switch handheld like much more than mm. I would have expected. Uh, but even like last night, for example, I was playing Animal Crossing with someone. I was having fun in handheld mode, and then my battery got down like ten percent. So I just docked it, and we continued playing. Like there was nothing else on there. It worked out. Um, but I do think this is an incredibly dumb statement on here, uh, just because the whole like you said people are going to have different lifestyles on there where i know people who they take their switch they put it in the dock and they move it maybe once a year but the rest of the time it is a console console but even just bringing it around it works out like i um i've been playing ring fit adventure so you don't have God, I to need, i need to do that so bad i'm like we, haven't we all gained yo, like 30 pounds in i have in quarantine? Not. i have lost weight i am well, a normal bmi sir i'm because of ring fit adventure <laughs> but fuck that dragon that dragon is an asshole he makes me oh. feel pain dude a bunch of those were put back in stock in target and i was like kind of debating because i bought a 360 and a connect um as like as the pandemic was hitting just because sure. um the gym was shutting down and i i just started going back into the gym like thank god but mm-hmm. then i everything just stopped and i haven't even plugged the 360 in i was like i'll make a video of it i'll just like you know try and use the 360 to like Dude, do I'll, some exercise I'll like and like i was this. just like I uh, I put my gym membership on pause because of COVID and because it doesn't look like I'm going to be going back in anywhere anytime yeah. soon. I actually canceled my gym membership because I'm playing like I between walking my dog and playing Ring Fit Adventure Monday through Friday, like I am good at this point. Like it it, it like I will feel sore, I will feel the burn. It's uh it's totally paid for itself, man. And even to the point where like I one of my friends, he was actually kind of in the same way where he didn't pick up a 360, but he was thinking of getting one, and I was like, oh, dude, it's great. I canceled my gym membership. And he thought I was kind of joking, but he found one in stock. He bought it, and he called me up. He's like, are you serious about this? Because I just spent, like, 90 bucks, and, like, if you were joking, I need you to tell me because I haven't opened it yet, and I can return it if I need to. And I'm like, no, no, take it home. Open it up. It's going to kick your ass. It's going to be totally worth it. I was not joking. That is, like, the best thing you can buy right now. I need to do it. I saw it in Target literally yesterday because I was looking for, I was actually looking for NECA toys. I don't want to get into figure collecting at all. <laughs> like, I'll just like, I don't know, burn through a bunch of my money. But um, NECA toys has been coming out with some really dope ass Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like 90s movie style and then 80s, 90s cartoon style. Like, and I don't know. I feel like eventually I'm just going to buy them, mm-hmm. but they, you can't find them. So With just but another I saw, thing you have to burn money on. Yeah, I know. I, it's funny. I watched um, metal Jesus and I saw him in one of those stores and he's like, I just can't do that. Cause then I'll <laughs> lose all of my money. Like, like why <laughs> you look at, he already has like a, a zillion video games. So I could only imagine like, dude yeah that was bankrupt right there that that energy that is me with magic the gathering like some friends oh uh, nice tried to get me into magic they made me go to not a grand prix but like a midnight release type thing where you end up playing for like eight hours and they taught me and i got some money invested into it um so i learned how to i learned the basics of magic i tried it out and i was like this is cool i have respect for it i understand the concept of it uh i do not need another thing to dump a ton of time and money into so whatever like I, I gave all my cards to my friend and i was like go through these 
I trust you. If there's any cards that you want to buy off me, find a decent price. We can agree to this. You can buy them off me. I'm tapping out. So like my entire magic tenure was like a week. And I was just like, this is really cool, but I don't need another thing to draw a bunch of money into. And then even him and some others, because he, man, he got out of the game. He got out of magic. And then after that weekend, I knew it was going to happen. He was kind of interested in it. And then like over the next year, and even now, I mean, he plays a ton, but he has a disposable income. But the point is like, he got really, really back into it. And he's just like, yeah, I just for like for for fun, I kind of like build out decks online and then I see that it's kind of affordable and then I buy it. So now I have like 20 decks that I've built and put a bunch of time into and I've never used any. And I'm like, this is this is when you asked me why I didn't want to get into it and keep playing. This is exactly why, because I knew this shit would probably happen to me. Yeah, I, I I did the same thing. And I've done the same thing for several things like World of Warcraft. Did you ever play World of Warcraft? No, no. I have because I've seen what it does to people. I'm yes. sure it is the greatest game ever made and close to crack and I will never touch it. Yeah, like the so I had a decent magic collection, but I was also like a child and I stupidly in my teenage years gave my magic cards that are worth like way too much money now because they're first generation to somebody i'm glad the person that i gave it to he ended up being like a magic um judge uh oh. and doing and doing the circuit and stuff like that he lost his job because of covid recently and now he's back at like an isp company but he at least i gave my cards that are probably worth way too much money to someone who uses them and uses them daily but he was the same person who played wow when i lived with him and i saw what it did to him and I, I can't do that. I just can't. I was like, cool, I will never do that. I'm not going to stay up all night and all day on this time-sucking thing. Diablo is about as close as I got to that. Diablo 3 yeah, specifically. Yeah. Okay, so we're the same. Yeah, the same thing for me. Yep. I just, I can't. And then at some point, I had to just be like, I can't play Diablo 3 anymore. Just because if I start playing it um, Friday night, it it's like two o'clock in the morning when i go to bed and then i'll play it all saturday day at maybe sleep at some point in time and then it just like it feels like 30 minutes has passed and really like four or five hours have passed. you're just gonna do you're just gonna do one more rift you're mm-hmm. just gonna do one more rift yeah just one more rift we'll see if i can get this this armor finished this collect the rest of this armor oh my god i uh i had that exact same energy with uh with diablo 3 as well like so i was actually with the summer it came out i was working uh on campus at an it job dude i oh, stayed no. i i mean it was great because i ended up working late a few days because i would just like close my my office there was nothing going on and i was like oh it's one o'clock i get off at four i'm just gonna play a little bit of diablo felt like 45 minutes passed all of a sudden it's like 4 45 and i'm like oh oh okay let me pack up and go home <laughs> yeah i i i just got picked up kingdoms of amalur the re-reckoning it's a ps3 game yeah, yeah, yeah. um ra salvatore did the some of the writing i guess on it i'm not 100 percent sure i just know he was involved and i've read a lot of the D books but i haven't actually played DD. i probably should have i would mm. have enjoyed it greatly i'm sure did you ever play DD? never i'd really like to but i never played it did you like me watch stranger things and see them playing D and go like wait a minute 
I feel like I should have played that as a kid. Like that looks like a lot of fun. <laughs> so uh, not that directly. I did think it was really cool in Stranger Things. The closest I've ever gotten was uh, some friends and I actually that same summer we played through the entirety of the Pathfinder like RPG, which I think is kind of a branch off of D and D. I could be getting that wrong, but it's a card game that you play, and there's a whole campaign. It was very stressful but very fun, and it took us an entire summer to get through it. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, it was okay. It was fun though. I I was gonna say on the magic thing when you're talking about like the lifestyle and such on there, man. That uh, <laughs> I think the other thing I realized on there as well too was when I went to um because we went to like a local game shop and we played it there and like I got my pack and you know built out the deck and everything, and yeah. it, I met some really great people there. But the thing that kind of also made me realize I can't do this was I was just like, holy shit! I just spent an entire Saturday inside doing nothing but playing magic for eight hours straight uh and that was the first and only time i've ever had mcdonald's french fries with extra salt on them oh (laughs) (laughs) sounds like a low point like yeah dude it was so i was like i can't like do this on saturdays like spend money and then spend like eight or ten hours in here and be eating unhealthy food because like the even with the with the story with with the mcdonald's thing um i was talking to because there was a couple that owned the game shop and the wife i remember she asked for, for someone was doing a mcdonald's run she asked for french fries with extra salt packets and she put it on her fries and i had questioned it and she's like oh danny you should try one so oh. i tried one and i like i literally like jumped like i stepped back and jumped and she's like isn't it good and i'm just like uh could, do y'all sell water or something like <laughs> I, they, they my are... mouth is turning into a desert right now <laughs> They already have like way too much salt on them. That's like the point of McDonald's fries is to be like they are salty. Like why would you put salt on something? That's she thought they were delicious, salty? and I'm like that wow. is uh, certainly a descriptor that I would not use. I just I it, they made me crave water. I will say that. Are you gonna get uh, Diablo Four when it comes out? Is it is is a Diablo Four coming out? I didn't follow yes. it at all. Yeah, they, it is definitely coming out. They at the blizzard whatever the hell that thing is called i pay for the digital thing almost every year whatever they they, they there was a trailer it came out it's definitely coming out at some point wow i have Are no you... idea how the hell i missed this i mean i probably will like i i really liked diablo 3 um but i yeah. i think i will too because i've been playing that kingdoms of amalore and it's like it feels like it's scratching the diablo itch but it's just a very very small itch that it's scratching and i'm thinking like yeah i'm still probably gonna get the um diablo 4 when it comes out did you play darksiders genesis uh no i've only played the first darksiders which is pretty much hell okay the the hell zelda one it was so fun yeah i've okay i have started that game like four times by the way and i finally started and finished it on switch and totally worth it like hell zelda is awesome Okay, because that's funny. I'm the same way. I started number one a bunch of times, but never finished it. Started two and got probably halfway through. That's more of like an RPG style. And then the third one is kind of like Diablo, isn't it? Like Genesis? Yes. Yeah, it's like a twin stick um, Mm. Diablo. So, I mean, it's good. 
Gotcha. It's not bad. Yeah, no, I I need to pick it up, but I have... The, the reason why I haven't is because I own Darksiders 2. I think I have it on 360, but also, like, I prefer it on Switch. So, like, I have it sitting there on Switch, and I'm like, I will not buy Genesis until I finish Darksiders 2, and I haven't started it. So I don't know when the hell that's going to happen, but it will happen eventually. That's just my Dark life. Darksiders 2 is great, but it's also going to take you... A, it's it's going to suck some time. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I, I think the first one took me, like, 30 or 40 hours, something like that okay yeah. it's probably going to be very similar for two if not a little bit more if That's you do fair. like the side side quests and stuff as long as it's a good game i don't mind no it's it's phenomenal i wish i i had the time to finish it i just i i feel like i stray away from games without finishing them and pick up pick up something new <laughs> that's 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 always the problem i totally get right. that yeah actually i guess i can uh hop into this here but with uh you know one thing i like to check with all my guests on here is uh what games they're currently playing so i guess i'll ask you what games have you been currently playing i just dumped about six hours into kingdoms of amalore the re-reckoning for ps4 i bought that for i think it was on sale for close to 20 dollars. i'd say it's worth it it's a it's it's like dark did you ever play dark alliance for the original xbox oh that's the Baldur's gate games Yes. I know what you're yeah. talking about. I have not played them. Okay. They they were some of the best action RPGs. It's like it takes that and then kind of throws some Diablo into it. And then it just... The only problems I'd see is the camera. And then at times it's a little bit too dark. But it's... it's I've been having a blast with that. And then obviously Modern Warfare. I have like a multiplayer thing I just can't get over. I think it, it really came through in Titanfall 1. Like I just... I have to play competitive multiplayer. Gotcha. I don't know why. Gotcha. I don't know why. See, I'm the exact <laughs> opposite. I really don't do multiplayer all that much. Although, like, last night I was playing Animal Crossing, for example. But I like just, like... That's multiplayer! It is. It is. Yeah. It's... <laughs> yeah. I I have been... I've kind of broken my streak of not really playing online games because, like, well, shit, you can't really invite people over to play stuff. Plus, like, the person I was playing with was in another country. So, like, we, we can't easily do this. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, the Game Pass, I've been playing Gears, like Friday nights I'll be playing Gears or Halo with um, the Xbox buddies, and then sometimes we'll jump over to Modern Warfare, which is nice that crossplay, the whole crossplay thing is going to open up uh, friends that you haven't played with in forever, like... Mm-hmm. I can't wait till that's just like a normal thing for, uh, you know, one thing I noticed with crossplay is like, I've always supported it. I've never been against it. I've always supported it, but it didn't fully click for me until, uh, with my younger brothers, I saw it firsthand. Uh, cause you know, you and I are weirdos in the sense of like, we have like multiple, some systems, uh, yeah. but like my younger brothers, for example, they have, they have more systems than they need. Thanks to me. But like, you know, they have <laughs> one Xbox one, one switch, one PS4, uh, the only system they have duplicates of in the household, well, either of them, uh, each of them has a DS because they're handhelds. Each of them has a 3DS. Uh, each of them now has a Switch because the, the Switch was supposed to be a uh, a shared system, and then it slowly and slowly became one of their systems, so I just bought a second one for them. Uh, but what happened on there was we were... I was visiting them once, and they are into Fortnite. Uh, maybe not as much as they were before, but at the at the time they were playing Fortnite and it was just completely normal for them. They started playing and they wanted to play together. Uh, one of them started playing it on the Switch. The other one played on the Xbox One and they could, for the most part, pretty seamlessly play together. And it was when I finally saw it, I was like, this is fucking genius. Every game should support this. This is awesome. 
Agreed. Honest, honestly, agreed. I think all all games should do that. I understand that companies are they want to be closed off, right? Because they want you to buy their version of the game. But I don't know, man. With a lot of the free to play games, they should just all be uh, crossplay. So Rocket League is like fully crossplay, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, that was one of the first ones mm-hmm. that went crossplay actually and did it successfully. One of the things that really like opened up my mind to it was um, shout out to I, I haven't listened to it in a while, but like the Weapon Wheel podcast, they had a episode where they actually had uh, one one of the higher people up from uh, uh, like the studio, I think Playtonics or something, uh, the studio who does Rocket League. And he was talking about it with them, and they brought up crossplay for a long amount of time when they were discussing it. And they were asking, well, like, why don't companies do crossplay? Like, why aren't you doing crossplay? Because I think for a while, um, it was PC and PS4 could play together. It was something like that, but there was some other kind of limitation that was going on where they couldn't play with other systems. And they were talking about it, and they said, well, uh, honestly, I mean, it's kind of Sony's doing. They've been more pushing against it. We can't really speak for other companies, but for us, we decided to build our game as cross-play from the ground up, and we have a network tool that does it for us. So if this company allowed us to do cross-play on there, we would fire up our tool. Uh, it's And he was saying, I'm simplifying it a little bit further, but it's pretty much as simple as we fire up our internal tool, we check a tick box that says, hey... Uh, we can allow crossplay on these platforms. We hit the save button, and maybe after a few hours, once the servers propagate, all the players should be able to play together. So, like for us, it's really simple to do, and we've set it up like that. I could see Sony being standoffish, though. Like right, right around that time, wasn't that when Microsoft was putting like uh, uh, Minecraft on everything? Like that, yes. they're, and they're. They're, and they're going towards games as a service right now. And like you said, like there's no real launch titles. Like And like I said, it's like you're, they're being more PC-like where they're just sort of upgrading the hardware but allowing you to play the older stuff. I feel like... Yeah, they, Xbox they, is definitely... They, this whole generation, they've been going towards a brand as opposed to right. a, a piece of hardware. Right, but then your Nintendos and your Sonys are like, nah, we're not really going to do that. The best we've gotten so far is Sony releasing some of their their huge titles on PC, and for some reason that just lights the internet on fire. Mm-hmm. People get so pissed off about that. Yeah, it's funny you even bring that up, because I, uh, when you were saying uh, on fire, I was thinking more from a positive sense, because I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, like getting something like, I mean, God of War, like Horizon Zero Dawn or something else, like on PC, like that's pretty damn big. Because I will say, like, PlayStation exclusives for the most part are pretty damn awesome. Oh, they're phenomenal. Yeah. That's that's why a lot <laughs> of us switched to PlayStation from Xbox or even, you know, PC. Even if you had a PC, you'd probably have a PlayStation. You might not have an Xbox, but you'd probably have a PlayStation. Mm-hmm. For sure. God. God, God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn. I know you don't like The Last of Us, but uh, The Last of Us is on there. They just have. <laughs> yep, I'm one of like fin- the four people in the world who doesn't like The Last of Us. <laughs> oh man, I, I, it's funny. the The world hated on Abby, but I ended up preferring her storyline to um, Ellie's storyline. We won't get into it just because of spoilers. Sure, you know, but I, I will say without any spoilers, I did, I did watch most of Nakey Jakey's video over, um, over that where he like really goes into depth about it. And he did, I feel like he did a really good job summarizing Last of Us Part Two in like two or three minutes. The thing that would make me play it is I'd want to explore post-apocalypse Seattle. That seems amazing to me. But aside from that, just watching his video, I'm like, 
you know, I got enough of the story from here. I feel satisfied. I feel like no reason to play this unless I want to explore Seattle. It drags on. It reminded me of like the walking dead, how the walking dead just like drags and beats like the same stupid thing over and over again. Just like, like they'll have, uh, they'll take like six episodes to get like one, one thing out. If that's last of us part two, it just, and Mm -hmm. then when you think you're done, when you think you're done and you're like, Oh, that was not bad. They like, hit the reset button and there's like a second game built in there they're like nope now you're gonna play through the game as the second character mm-hmm. have fun mm-hmm. <laughs> yep i i had seen that on there i was like huh, okay okay like i'm i'm sure yeah. i'm sure there's there's things that are executed well on that but like i i guess i'll put it like this not really so much from the story but it was interesting to me because a lot of people that complained about the last of us part two they were pretty similar to complaints I had about The Last of Us Part 1. So I was kind of smiling a little bit when I saw like all the criticism against it because I was like, oh, now people see what I hated all those years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh... Wait, what were we talking about? We were talking <laughs> about games we were playing. You said you've been playing Modern Warfare uh, and you've been playing um, another game. I think you mentioned Gears and something oh, else. Okay. Uh, Modern Warfare, Gears, Kingdoms of Amalur, Re-Reckoning, Dra- Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball, Dragon Quest Builders 2. I I keep going back to that. That's going to be one of my favorites. And sometimes I'll go to Apex. What are you playing? Oh, let, let's see. So, like, the ones I have not finished, because I'm just kind of on a continuous thing. Well, technically, I did finish this one, but, um, like, Animal Crossing, I'm still kind of on that, like, dabbling in that Okay. There. Uh, currently playing murder by numbers which is cute and really fun and just like Hmm. it's not much anything else like it like i very much enjoy it um and ring fit adventure i am still that game is still kicking my ass but it's totally worth it so i think i'm on like i need to do that dude it's it's so worth it like if (laughs) that's been the big thing i've been recommending and pushing to friends and stuff not like a hey you're fat you should play this but like anytime people complain about like going to the gym or not getting exercise i'm like you should totally get a switch and ring fit it's great because you can even set like you you can use uh the switch to like in the game you can actually set reminders and it's not it's not anything that you can easily ignore but it's not like super super annoying but it's enough where it's like if you have your switch next to you it will be like buzzing and stuff and it's like oh okay yep that's kind of annoying i should i should go settle that so it's it's great hey, that's good man it and is I, I mean as as to like i am fat and i should do that so <laughs> <laughs> it will it, it will kick your ass and if it's not kicking your ass it's because you don't have the level up high enough but i can definitely okay. recommend not just to you but to anyone Animal Crossing is another one of those ones that I love, but I can't. I just can't. It. I feel like I dump too many hours into it, and I. I think it's been thirty minutes, and it's been like four hours. I just. I feel like I try to avoid games like that. So I'm the type of person. I'm awful at playing games that have no point to them. Like I never got into the old Animal Crossings. Um, Minecraft literally oh. puts me to sleep. Just like I need. Really? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Wow. Minecraft I, I, literally puts me to sleep. I, Dragon Quest Builders Two is basically just Dragon Quest Minecraft. So like, I couldn't, really? I couldn't play that unfortunately. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I just, I love it. I love building things. I love the pointless. Like they give you little things to do. It's almost like, um, what's the Zelda that just came out that was uh, really Breath good? Of the Wild. That, 
No, yeah, that's phenomenal. But the uh, the remake of the oh, uh, the... Link's Awakening. Thank you. Wow, it's, I forgot it's, that. But yeah, anyway, it's it's like Link's Awakening, 3D Dot Game Heroes, and Dragon Quest and Minecraft all smashed together. So you still have some like adventuring. And Link's Awakening is phenomenal, by the way. Did you play that? I, that, I that haven't, game but I awesome. have not played it just yet. Oh my god, dude! Yeah. You the the last you one have to. The last one I did play was Breath of the Wild, which like it, it gives. See, they give you enough of. They give they make it loose enough where it's open ended, but also just tight enough so that you do have an end goal on there, which I can appreciate. Like, I think part of why I loved that game so much is I had said it felt like you were roaming around an urban exploring um, a Miyazaki film at times. Hmm. And I absolutely loved that. I I loved Breath of the Wild. And I think it's awesome that it's basically the, the in its best form uh, through emulation. Like I own it for, uh, what is it? The Wii U? I own it for Wii U just to say that like, it's okay that I play it on the PC. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's it, it's technically the thing I like to tell people where they get all shocked. They're like, oh, it makes sense. Is uh, the, the Switch version is a Wii U port. Like, that game was yes. not natively developed on Switch at first. It was a Wii U game that got ported over. No, and the best place that you can play that is on the PC using CMU or whatever, however you want to call it. Yep. C-E-A-M-U or whatever. C-M-U, that's, that's how a, I pronounce it. Yeah. Really? I call it CMU. I don't know. I make my own names up for a shit ton of things. Sure, 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 sure. I don't think there's any, like, the only way we'll, I I guess it's like the the only way we'll really know is if the developers themselves end up saying it, but also at the same time. It's like I saw a really great video where, for example, I say GIF, but the creator of GIFs said it's GIF, but (laughs) the dictionary says that both are fine. And it's one of those situations where it's like, well, just because you're the creator of this and you say that this is the way you have to pronounce it also does not make you correct. <laughs> I say Jif, uh, but I, I know you that can is say a it peanut both butter. ways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say. All right. That is a food, a very delicious food, but a food nonetheless. God, it's so full of sugar too, but it's like the best peanut butter that there is. I don't care, man. I'll just eat it like I by a spoonful. I know I'm the same way, <laughs> but 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 Breath of Wild was phenomenal. But I love that the best place to play it is the PC. But and and you should really play Link's Awakening. I need honestly, to, but when pro- when you get off of Animal Crossing, go play Link's Awakening. It's 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 freaking awesome dude well that's a really bad way of saying it because i'm never going to get off of animal crossing oh that's true yeah Yeah. that's why i don't want to play it that's why i don't want to play it yeah yeah especially with the updates too oh my god they keep adding stuff i just got like one of my friends just gave me like 30 pumpkins so i got that i need to buy like more candy (laughs) on there like it's great oh my god if i started it i would not finish it and and i would just be playing it for the rest of my life probably it's so good it's so good yeah it was definitely one of those games and it's just so relaxing too but there's there's just enough that you can do on there um but yeah i had oh sorry oh all good i was i was was gonna say the um the games i have finished uh this time around i was actually able to finish up a few things this month but i've these have all been on the switch uh but one of them like i actually so i don't like metroidvanias uh, but I found one that I actually like, and I'd say it's my favorite. And have you heard of Carrion? I have because it's on Game Pass, and yes. I've played. I probably played 
maybe an hour or two when I'm waiting for people to get on for Gears or Halo. Uh, that's the beauty of Game Pass, right? Yeah. There's just a shit ton of games that you can just try out. And Carry On was one of the the better ones, in my opinion. I love the tentacles. I love that you got to, like, you rip those crates off to, like, move around yeah, the man. map. And, and you really have to kill those people really quickly or else they can mess you up it's, pretty good. Uh, it's never been so fulfilling being evil on there. Because I typically, yeah. it's one of those things I was telling someone, I said, I don't like playing as evil characters if given the option, and I don't like uh, Metroidvanias. So you're playing as a disgusting, gross, giant biomass that is evil and destroying mm-hmm. everyone in a Metroidvania, and it's amazing because it's also, it's not accurate. You're just this giant mass that is like, just imagine you're like controlling like a killer cloud, and you're just like going all across these different places, and everything about it feels great. It's a really fun game. I think like the the only negative I had is like sometimes I would get lost for like thirty minutes or an hour at a time. But aside from that, like it was it was phenomenal. I absolutely loved it. And you beat it. You I beat did. it. I did. How long did it take you to beat it? Maybe like ten hours because I got lost for a okay. few hours. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm maybe an hour or two in on that one. Have you played a? Uh, Xeno Crisis. That's uh, another one on Game Pass. That's a it's a twin stick shooter, but you run out of um you run out of ammo, so yes. it it really changes the 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 twin stick because usually in a it's twin a stick you just spam too. Is it? Not? Yeah, yeah. Because I oh yeah, I actually I played it on, not on Game Pass. I played it on Genesis. Oh, okay. Oh, nice, yeah, nice. Yeah. I I didn't realize that it came. So they made a Genesis I'm, cart for I'm it too. Pretty sure, unless. It, uh, no, I think I think you're probably right. I think it, I remember seeing it on Twitter. Was that's it awesome? One? I don't. Re- I think it was. I'm pretty sure. I am pretty. Maybe I, I played it. I know that. Maybe <laughs> I, that's all I know. I played it. I can't exactly remember. Maybe I'm getting my games mixed up. Because no, I played well, um Ultra like Ultra something Ultra Core that was it. So Xeno Crisis, oh, no, okay. no, no. I I take that back. Xeno Crisis, I've seen. I have not played it though. It's not bad, and I'll bet you're right that they probably did make a Genesis cart for it because it's it's very Genesis. The I game itself is like th- Genesis, but on Game Pass. I think I I am quite sure that yeah 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 a new game for Genesis Genesis Mega Drive. Plus I was like right before this I was watching a Digital Foundry video about it too. So oh, yeah, okay. they did. Nice. What other game did you finish? You said you finished a couple I, of games. I did, yes. There was that. And the other ones were actually homebrew ports where I finished up uh, the entirety of Grand Theft Auto 3 on Switch, which oh, is nice. my all-time favorite game. And, oh, my God, that was that that was great on Switch, man. That was, that was so fun playing it in handheld mode. That was the ultimate pooping experience. I could tell you that. <laughs> oh, man. TMI. <laughs> it's all good you know we're like an hour and a half in here we're buds at this point like it's fine. Oh I, I can share that but yeah that was that was like the the best way i could describe it on there because i nice. i've played the mobile port before but i for whatever reason i i never like it with a controller and i don't like touching screens when i play a game yeah i want buttons so same here this was just like perfect for me and mind you it did have faults it did crash it had other issues but i was able to go from start to finish and it was it was great plus admittedly this was the first time i've ever played the game without cheats or trainers or anything so i was very proud of myself for that one (laughs) vice city's coming up too i see that they got vice city running on there yes i actually i got i know it has a lot more work on that um i did play it and i had just finished the first mission and then it crashed and i said this still has more work i'm gonna put it down for now 
yeah that like i figured i'd wait until i see something like on twitter or yeah on the internets before i try it and make anything like mm-hmm. a video or something about it sure i just sure. i i can't do the open world games like the only open world game i think i've ever finished was horizon zero dawn okay. and then i've and then uh i played breath of the wild but i didn't finish it i mean i'm like at least into the 30 hours or something but still not finished i mean that's even kind of scratching the surface on it funny yeah enough too, unless you just want to go gung-ho on it but i know people who they've put over 100 hours on it and they're like oh nope i'm still not finished with it oh no wait nino kuni 2 god oh, that's phenomenal okay, okay. if you if if you haven't played nino kuni 2 dude it is phenomenal i've played it's a like, bit of the first one i haven't touched the second one the first one is nothing like the second the second one is like do have you ever played the the game risk the board game no, Risk? No, actually. What? I've oh never played the board game Risk. I'm how sorry. Old, how old are you? You're not a child of the 80s or the 90s, apparently. I was the, I was uh, kind of in the midst of the 90s, but no, <laughs> I didn't exist in the 80s. Um, so th- there's Risk. They have like their own version of Risk in there, and then they have a very dumbed down like uh, city builder, kind of like reminiscent of something you'd see like on Facebook games that you don't have to pay for, and <laughs> but 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 equally as grindy. Um, and then there's like, obviously the action RPG elements to it. It, it mixes enough of these different styles of games into one game that it just, it's phenomenal. It's, it's easily my favorite Japanese RPG. Awesome. And I played and beat, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake and I could still say that I'd rather play Nino Kuni too. Interesting. That'd be that'd be hard for me, man, because Final Fantasy VII Remake was phenomenal. That was like God, it was phenomenal. Yeah, it was it was awesome. I was sad when I finished it. Were you sad I, when you finished? You were like, wait, no. My mo- my reaction more? was more, God damn it, because at the uh, like, you, you know, it's been out for a long enough time. But I'll just say this: we're near the end of podcast. Just spoiler alert here. If you want to skip off, feel free. But like. I understand. They blended it. everything. They blended everything together. The, like if you no, but the did ver- you play the very did last you play Crisis Core. I did. did you watch Advent is, Children. The problem is the very last point. It turned into Kingdom Hearts forty seven, and I said out loud, "I was like, God damn it!" Like that's what happened. Like at the very, very end, because you literally go into space, and I'm just like, "What? Why? Like, okay." I, I yeah, I couldn't finish Kingdom Hearts three. I thought I could, but um, it's just too much Disney and just too much cutscenes, and i just can't really it wasn't it, enough cutscenes for me really i'm too old i'm i'm a little too old for that right now i just couldn't do it i love the gameplay the gameplay is phenomenal yes um, yeah it, I, but, but overall the story is kind of okay like it yeah it just needed to come out but it spent too much time in the oven and then apparently the dlc that released was supposed to kind of like wrap up the ending and i played through the dlc and then i just got a really bad headache at the end so like oh. i i would just say as a kingdom hearts fan kingdom hearts 3 wasn't all that good like the gameplay fucking awesome absolutely love it awesome but like yeah eh. <laughs> Yeah, that's how I felt, and then I just I burned out on it, so I just stopped playing it. Sure. That, have you played Devil May Cry Five? Because I just beat that last. I'm week only too. like an hour or two into it. I don't know what it was, but I couldn't just like sit down. Like, f- I played hard. the other ones. Devil May Cry Four was my jam. I played that game like yeah. six times for some reason. Okay, I love that and DMC, like the spinoff that Ninja Theory did. Wow, you're like one of the four people who likes DMC. I don't care about the the screw the nine hundred million people who don't like it. The the Ninja Theory is known for their 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 combat and the combat it, it, it excelled. It I, was phenomenal. Well, um, 
I didn't like that there was no lock on option, but it was an interesting take. Oh, okay. It was fun. I I did very much enjoy it as well. So there's now we have like half of the Two. entire crew of four people <laughs> who li- who liked that game. We sh- we should throw a party. Yeah, at least well, there's half of us here, dude. One of my so, I a lot of people. I get it. It was kind of like tongue in cheek with it, but like a lot of people didn't like certain things about it. like, it was also easier than the other ones, but yeah. uh, one of my friends, he came over and he tried it and his thing that he was so offended by, cause he loves devil may cry games, but he's like, yeah, the thing is I can, I can forgive it to an extent, but not when new Dante ends up getting a wig on him, like a white wig. And he looks into a mirror and says, not in a million years. <laughs> and it, but like, it's tongue in, yeah. It's tongue in cheek, like you said. I understood that it was it wasn't taking itself too seriously. That's the the point. And that was know. one of the problems with it. A lot of people didn't yeah. like that it wasn't taking itself too seriously. And I'm just like, I don't know. I kind of just wanted a really cool looking game with nice music that you get to go splish splash with demons on. And that's yes. what I got. Like, it would that's ex- very much exactly. satisfied it for me. <laughs> no, it definitely satisfied me. So the thing with Devil May Cry Five though is that it you can't after a while you're not going to be able to just set it down and go back to it even if so even if you don't want to stop playing it i feel like my only advice would be you have to keep playing it because i got kind of frustrated towards the end and stopped playing it and trying to go back and remember all the moves because it's almost like fighting game you know you have to remember the moves and yeah, yeah yeah you end up with like three different weapon sets to try and figure out and like i don't know so and the only you other play it, you gotta play it yeah, okay. Because I tried to go back to beat like the last um, couple of bosses, and it was just a little too challenging for me because I couldn't remember how the buttons. So it took me a long time to, to 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 beat it, especially that last part. And it does at the end, it does make you think like, you know, fuck them for putting those those gold things in to revive you. They they really want you to go in and pay money to to be able to revive yourself. You know what I mean? Sure. I, I didn't, I did not appreciate that about the devil. Mercury that's Cry like, 5. that's that, like EA level. Kind of like when they were, yes. it never happened, but when they were speculate about selling you gas or selling you bullets. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what it made, made me feel like was like, well, and they, they even put it in there. They're like, well, or you go to the store, you go to the store and buy this. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. You know, mm-hmm. totally I don't get know. it, man. Jeez. Anyways, <laughs> I need. I do need to go back and play that. I know that's getting a nice little uh, bump on PS5 and Series X. Um, but yeah, then I played it on PC. It came with a gotcha. RX RX 580 that I bought, which ran it phenomenally. By the way, gotcha, gotcha. For like a for a 1080p card, the RX 580 was probably one of their best. I know it's just a refresh of the. 380 480 but it was a good card right on i um i have it on ps4 so like i own it i got it nice. sitting there i need to play it but one more of it at least um but yeah the last game i ended up finishing was it was a visual novel which i still need to finish more of because you can't really you you can't get everything just from the first playthrough uh but hmm. uh doki doki literature club have you heard of that or have you played any visual novels i've never played a visual novel i saw pewdiepie play it okay but i didn't like watch all of it i i'm i'm not a consumer of his of his content but i do watch some of his videos occasionally and i did see that he was playing that and was like that's interesting Mm -hmm. and so i watched i watched it so i i know what it is like i understand it i just i'm not a visual novel 
person, I guess. Sure. That's actually one big thing for me as well, too. Like a whole other, like two of the biggest changes for me in this generation have been uh, I like handheld a lot. And hmm. I uh, have started reading, I guess, reading or playing, however you want to say it, visual novels. Because like I picked up my first one about two years ago. It was Deathmark. I absolutely loved it. Terrified me, but great visual novel. And I've just been like reading and playing all these other ones. And those ones I do prefer to have in handheld form because I don't want to just, I don't want to read a book on like a 50 inch TV or something. I want to like have it in my hand and be like on a couch or in a chair or in my bed or something to have it like right there reading it. Just like I would with I like mean, a that, book or a tablet. That makes sense. Yeah. So that was uh that was another one and not officially released but also a homebrew port which it's a uh, it it's mostly there. There's like one or two issues that it has but for the most part it's actually really sturdy on Switch. I was pretty impressed. That's awesome. I just I'm not I yeah, I'm not a visual novel video game player. A I lot guess. of people are not because you don't really play yeah. anything. You just kind of read, and it's nothing but reading. <laughs> well, and I mean, I never thought I'd be like a Hearthstone player, but when I had like a job where all we were were on the phones, like I played a crap ton of Hearthstone, <laughs> and I never would have thought like, oh, I love Hearthstone. I'm like, no, I didn't think that. I swear I know a lot of people who got into Hearthstone like that. Like, they just said, hey, yeah, I'm at work, and we don't really have that much. So sometimes even, like, between, like, five or ten minutes or something, I'll start reading things on Hearthstone. Um, I also know one person, not really with visual novels, but I saw one person do this where uh, he was a big Kindle person. So he had the Kindle app on his phone, and he also had the Kindle app, like, on his computer. And if there wasn't really all that much going on, he would be reading. And then if you had to, like, get help from him or something, he would come over. And, you know, while you're setting up and everything, he would just pull up his phone and open up the app and it saved his place. So he would just be reading, like, one or two pages while he waited for you. That's hilarious. <laughs> I, I couldn't – I could not do that. I, lo I love reading and I I just barely started to get back, uh, get back into it. But um, I could not do that, read, like, two pages at a time. And I've actually never done the Kindle thing. I have to have a physical book. I still order my books from Amazon or eBay. Right on. I thought I was like that. Like, I can't I, I, on, agree on the first part. I can't do, like, one or two pages at a time. Uh, but about two years ago at this point, was it? Or was it? Yeah, it was about two years ago. I ended up getting a, a nice, like, Kindle e-reader. And uh, it was one of the more, like, upgraded models that had, like, a backlight and everything. And, man, I'll tell you, I read several things on there. It's convenient. It's light. The thing does not die because e-ink just kind of sits there and stays there. Um, yeah, like, when I finally gave it a shot, I was like, this works out pretty well. Of course, I can't read, like, you know, like, manga or comics on there or something because it's just it's just black and white. It's e-ink. Uh, but just for reading stuff, it's, like, reading actual books. Uh, it's worked out well enough for me. I've really enjoyed it. Well, isn't some manga just in black and white anyways? I'm not a manga reader. I I'm just think saying. so, but also the screen is good enough quality for you to read text, but not good enough for, like, I would not want to look at images on there. And I've tried, oh, okay. and I just would not okay. recommend it. So I've, yeah. I've been happy with it. Like, if there's a book that I really want, I will, like, pick up a physical copy of it. But for a lot of other stuff, it's really nice and convenient. Plus, like, sometimes I'll have, like, credit on Amazon or what have you, and there's... There could be a book that's available digitally. I'm like, oh, I'm kind of interested in this, and I guess I can get it for free, so I'll just buy it. And, oh, there we go. It's now beamed over to my Kindle within, like, two seconds. Yeah, like, my sister switched to the Kindle, and she's just like, it's just 
it's convenient. Yeah. I just, I just can't, I need a physical book. The last There's book I read was Ar- Armada. Um, it not as good <sighs> as, um, not as good as his, by the way, they made the movie of that one and the movie just uh, not as good as the book. You don't, yeah. you don't like the books. That's okay. Hold no. on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, go hold ahead, on. Have go you ahead. seen, have you seen the last Starfighter? It's an eighties movie. Mm-mm. Uh, oh God. Nostalgia central. It's really, really good, but it's about a kid from a trailer park who plays this last Starfighter video game, beats it, and then the 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 ships come scoop him up. So to, that's Armada, really, right? I know. That's what I was saying. Was like when I started reading it, I was like, "This is stupid." Because you're ripping off one of my favorite. I literally have the Blu-ray of the Last Starfighter. It still holds up. I understand that some of the visuals are not going to hold up, and that's fine. Some kid from the 2000s mm-hmm. might not like it, but it it's an excellent movie, a cult classic. And yes, Armada just ripped the whole thing, but eventually it became its own thing. So. I'd say like the first half of the book, I was like, this is stupid. It's basically just a rip off of the mm-hmm. last Starfighter. But I don't know. I enjoyed the book, but more yeah. towards the end, I think. So I think for me, because um, I like I've read Ready Player One like five times. I very much enjoy it. Um, I will acknowledge like it's definitely all the references is what makes the book. But damn it, it makes it really good. Like I will acknowledge that. Um, there I'd, is a sequel I'd say it's coming. not just that, but it's the the relationships with the characters, especially at the end when um, I hate that I'm thinking more of the movie and less of the book, but the ending for me is what made Ready Player One. All the people sure. kind of coming coming together to make that happen. Sure, but, e- but even some stuff like, for example, we're, we're talking about spoilers here, by the way, people, but like when... Um, when he, I'm trying not to. You when, know? when he ends up meeting his best friend, that's just like such an epic thing in the book because yes. he finds out like he is he is actually a woman and like yeah. completely different. And it's just like such an epic thing to finally like surprising and epic at the same time. And then in the movie, she's like, oh, you're you. OK, let's go. And just like yeah. a lot of scenes like that fell flat on their face. Um, I know the chick Agreed. he was really into. She's the one who ended up getting in prison as opposed to him. I know yeah. there was a lot of stuff in the book that could not translate well in film. Like I understand that. I, th- but- I think they could have had her be be captured. I thought that was one of the better parts of. Now we are spoiling it. Yeah. I thought that was one of the better parts of of the book, yeah. even to how she she got out of her little cage thing. Like I I don't know. Like I I guess for me it was more as well to. Um, the only thing I really liked about the, I was watching the film. And I was pissed when I was watching it. The only yeah, thing I liked about the film was the entirety of The Shining. Because I like The Shining, and that was incredibly well done. And the rest of the that film, was, yeah. I was like, I hate almost everything about this. I would say that they did a decent job of the stacks and his location. Sure, of, sure. Of, of, his, of his, you know, his uh, sort of home base area. That was, was pretty true to the books, I guess. Um, but you're right. Everything else was not mm-hmm. and it was not a very good and, movie uh, like i'm i don't know but i'm realistic about it too like i'm just like okay like hanging out in ludus a ton and then going over to like this other place and like playing this through a tape deck or like playing through the entirety of war games like you can't show that in a movie i get it that's supposed right. to be for the book but like just 
you know, like the very first challenge, changing it from like finding this real epic thing and going through this old arcade game, that could be yeah. done easily enough. While as in the movie, they made it the most generic blow up, explodey car racing simulator. And I'm but like, that's what tra- that's what translates to <sighs> to film, right? And that's what the Michael Bay, like Michael Bay, has ruined. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. By the way, <laughs> I I only read like two two comic books back in my day. One was called Shadow Hawk. It was an Image comic, and the other one was um was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which was a ripoff of the Marvel universe stuff. Like the Foot Clan is the same as what Dare Daredevils. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it was a ripoff of of Daredevil basically, but in like a in the funniest way possible, and just it was a phenomenal comic book, but. I didn't even watch. I was a kid when when I was reading the comic books. By the way, my parents just let me do that, and then the TV show came out and was like super childish. And like the comics, they were cussing. There was blood everywhere. Like it, I don't know. And then Michael Bay just ruined it for me. He ruined Transformers for me too. By the way, interesting. I've I've definitely heard those complaints, but as someone who didn't like follow those things from the being like the original source material, like I yeah I I like I like the first Transformers movie, and the other ones fell pretty flat. So the the only thing from the first one that I can remember that I really liked was um, when he was going to pick up his car in the car lot, he had to wipe the dust off of the middle of the steering wheel. And when I was a kid, the Transformers came with these stickers that were heat activated. You had to rub your finger on them, the heat activated, and that's how you could quote unquote tell if they were an Autobot or a Decepticon. Oh. So, so that little moment where he's scrubbing the the dust off of the center of the steering wheel, I like that. That I know someone had to have thought that out where they were like, you know what? Let's let's play on that thing where you had to like rub the sticker to see what it was. There's there's no other way you can mistake that. Mm-hmm. I there's too many stickers that I did that with like as a kid, and then the stickers would peel up and peel off. But for sure, still it's it, nostalgia, man. Mm-hmm. There was like one other thing I think in there when he quotes. I'm not sure which movie it's from, but there's like a direct steal stolen quote from like the '80s. <laughs> uh, the 80s uh cartoon movie which by the way was horrifying as a child sitting in the theater and watching uh prime die ridiculous <sighs> why would you do that to a child <laughs> like why would you do that to a child like that that was just terrifying dude the only other time i got like just that like affected by a movie was when my dad apparently let me go see um tim burton's batman 2 do you remember? Do you remember that movie? Uh-uh. That is a disgusting movie. You don't want to take a child to see that movie. By the way, the Tim Bur- a Tim Burton Batman movie. Goodness gracious! Don't take a child to that. I I think for me, um, one of my things that is very much like, hey, just don't revisit this. Just keep this in the past. Like, I remember loving like the Brave Little Toaster as I was a kid. Oh, that was such a classic movie. It was. And God, then it I was watched, a classic movie. And then I watched it as an adult, and it's fucking disturbing and really depressing and sad. Really? Yeah, okay, dude, good. Yeah, I but will not watch it. But it's a kid thing. It's a very much a kid thing because like, I remember watching it a ton as a kid and really enjoying it. And I was watching, like, when I rewatched it as an adult, I watched it with one of my brothers who was really young at the time, and he loved it. And then I'm sitting there, I'm like, this is really, really sad. <laughs> so it's it's one of those things just don't watch it as an adult <laughs> okay yeah all right <laughs> 
Yeah, but the Iron, Iron Giant. Do you remember Iron Giant? I feel like that was. I go, you was... stay. No following. Yeah. Oh. Oh, oh my god. Classic. That is that is a perfect film right there. Dude, right? You could even rewatch it as an adult. Mm-hmm. I think I did that like uh, when I first moved to Texas two or three years ago, and I was like, you know what? This film still holds up. It's still a classic. I think it was on TV or something too back when I actually had television. That movie is still good no matter what. Do uh, do you at all remember the time? I think this is the only time they ever did it, but on Cartoon Network they played it for twenty four hours straight. No, I, I man, I haven't watched Cartoon Network since um, Dragon Ball Z, and really okay. even then we got so hardcore into Dragon Ball Z, and I I am dating myself, but whatever, screw you guys. Um, <laughs> we would buy we would buy the VHS tapes from Suncoast. Uh, gotcha. the ones that you the ones that you lined up on the shelf and they like they displayed like a picture yeah, when they're all together yeah. yeah because cartoon network wouldn't show the sort of current ones i think we watched english dub i don't i don't even really remember to be honest i was like 17 or 18 at the time but um no i haven't watched cartoon network since dragon ball z man. gotcha gotcha so like this was kind of around that time but there was just and i don't even really know why they did it but no there was just a 24-hour period they advertised it a bunch and then i remember tuning in and it was exactly that they just had the iron giant on repeat for 24 hours straight and it was great they should do that instead of the shitty Christmas movies that they replay every year at Christmas. You know, speaking of that, I think, uh, did you hear that apparently um, the Charlie Brown specials, I think like the Thanksgiving one and I think the Christmas one are not going to be airing on TV this year as if 2020 can't be- get any shittier. That's weird. Those They're... those are sort of just classic. That's even yeah. before my my time. But I mean, those are still good. I'm, I'm sorry. They're not. I, I know that they're dated, but. I yeah, don't know. Those no, it's just, classics, it's just a tradition yeah. thing. And it's like, I yeah. get that you can't do the parade or you can't do other stuff. But like the reason why they're, it's even like the most corporate reason. The reason why they're not doing it is because they're just going to put them up for a limited time on streaming services. So you can stream them for free. But I'm just like, come on, just like, just put it up for like your grandparents and stuff so they can tune in and watch it on TV. All right. Like grandma does not have to fumble around with a Roku remote. Oh my God. The Roku. I'm so sick of my dad. My dad's like in his seventies and that, that damn Roku, like, I just want to burn it <laughs> with fire. <laughs> I just, I hate it. It just, it, there's too much problems. And it's like when they call you and they're like, the Roku's not working. And I'm like, Oh my God, dude, just, I know how to fix it. Set it on the ground, get your foot up right above it. And then just step down as hard as you can and then buy something else. <laughs> Jesus. But you can't buy something else. Did you see that all the, like, I get it, pandemic, whatever. Uh, everything is super expensive. I was looking yep. for an in, NVIDIA Shield, like the stick to replace my Amazon Fire Stick, just because I am sick of the Fire Stick's UI. I have a, a Shield in the living room, and then I have a Fire Stick in the bedroom. Like, when I go to bed, I watch uh, Funimation. I watch anime. anime. Sure. Uh, at night i don't know why it's a thing whatever but the ui is just shitty man it's like the worst i don't know why amazon jeff bezos has millions of bazillions of trillions of dollars and he can't he can't make a a decent ui for that thing but you can't buy a replacement for it right now man i haven't fired mine up in a while um and i didn't even jailbreak my fire sticks i just got them all stock but like i oh yeah i I personally use um chromecast or if i'm using my samsung tv I've actually been super pleasantly surprised. The smart apps on there are pretty good. And the only ones I use are huh. Plex and YouTube. 
Yeah, I use the shit out of Plex for sure, mm-hmm. and I do watch YouTube on my TV mostly. It's interesting that that YouTube has really become like something that yeah, you just you put it on in the morning or you know what I mean? Yeah. You can watch your you can watch whatever you want on there and it's become it's become the replacement for my television. I think they know that and that's why there's so many damn advertisements now, man. Yep. Yep. I totally get that. <laughs> yeah, I think um you know, even with the tape thing, I just, I find this a bit funny, but, or even real quick on that. I do know someone who she said she found a bunch of old VHS tapes from when she was in high school because she couldn't afford all the anime tapes. So for Christmas one year, her dad got her a um, dual deck VHS player. So she would nice. just go to a rental shop and rent all the anime and then just duplicate it and bring it back. <laughs> Oh, that is hilarious. Yeah. So she was doing that. And now, of course, like she doesn't have anything to play them on. And they're just sitting in storage somewhere. Um, yeah. But there was something else I was going to say, but I'm forgetting. But I think we're... Those VHS tapes, like, I like I just watched Hackers. Like, have you seen Hackers? Oh, hell yeah. Ever? I, hell I, I yeah. Underst- I, I feel like it's a time period thing. Because, like, the, I was, like, a teenager when that came out. Or thereabouts. Like, anyways, it's irrelevant. Um and they they there's a scene where she cusses and i want to get the vhs tape just to see if she cusses uh cuz she says like the f word she's they're, they're type he's typing and she says um i hope i hope you don't fuck like you type like cuz he's <laughs> typing super quickly but you see she says screw in the audio but you see her lips and she says fuck so i'm like is oh. the is the vhs how many things did they did they do that to right you know what I mean? right and you might have to get like an early copy of it as well too um it's not on the internet nobody knows like i tried googling it i was like that's bullshit i was like she says fuck right there i apologize to keep cussing but it's 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 in the video mm-hmm. she says it but they just decided to be like no nah, we're gonna change that to screw and yeah we'll just move on i'm like does the vhs have it just this i want to bring this up and then we should wrap up here but like okay it's it's in the same vein i'm sorry no it's all good dude this has been a great conversation but um do do you watch wang at all on youtube no okay who's that great guy he's just like you know just like metal like asian metalhead dude who will cover weird things online but one of the things he covered is apparently uh the fourth indiana jones film People are trying to track this down because when it first came out, there was, I've never seen it, but there was a line near the end of the film that was, that was recorded and said, and a lot of people questioned it and they went online and they were talking about it. But then like after the first weekend, the uh, movie premiered, a lot of people went to the theater and everybody after that could not find that line. They didn't hear it. Hmm. They didn't know what all these people on forums were talking about. And it's kind of come back in resurgence. And they've tried getting, like, you know, um, different DVD copies, Blu-ray copies, what have you. Uh, and nobody could find this line that was said. I don't remember what it is, but it's, like, the last, like, two minutes of the film where this is said. But they ended up finding something more convincing with it because I believe it was in the book. There was a line that was very similar to it. So people were saying, oh, well, this is not made up, especially if so many people were bringing it up. So now at this point, because it never officially released, at this point, there is a hunt to find old cam rips of it. Because they said pretty hmm. much the only way we could find this is if somebody like that first weekend went to a theater with their camcorder and then, you know, digitized it and put it up online 
And it's really hard to find those because nobody wants to trade cam rips of like a 10 plus year old movie at this point now. So now people are kind of just trying to hunt around and see if anybody has a cam rip of this from that first opening weekend burned onto like a random VCD or a DVD or something that they can upload and check and see. That's that that just reminds me of and I hate to keep bringing up Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like as if like that's my life and I have posters all over the wall that, and I live in my mom's basement or is, something. Is but that accurate? The, the, the 1990s movie had like two scenes, one where like Leonardo was like meditating and then there was like another one where they were like fighting. Mm-hmm. There was more fighting in the the like the Foot Clan meeting or whatever it's called, and like it was in the movie. Like I was a child and I saw it, and then when I got it on VHS, when I went to watch it, I was like, "Dude, they just removed those scenes entirely." So if you hadn't seen it in the movie theater, you were just like, "Where did that stuff go, man?" Mm-hmm. Like I wonder how many movies are like that where they just they took out some stuff when they put it to DVD or put it to VHS or put it to Blu-ray. And it's like, it's just lost uh, to the ether. I found like out Indiana Jones four through a, uh, through a podcast. I actually found out that Sopranos did something similar with an actor. Um, if you've seen huh. that series. Oh yeah. I'm sure everybody has, I man. would that, hope that, so. It's fantastic. S- and Sopranos I, is fantastic. Yeah. Man. But I, um, I, don't remember the guy's name um it's not james it's not michael but he was on joe rogan's podcast but he talked about this and there was like in one of the episodes there was a character who and they just he said sopranos is on a whole different level because they would film stuff so far in advance and like for example like if you were hired to be in a scene um you could go there do your recording get paid go home wait like a year later for the episode and you would never know that you were replaced they would do all that Mm -hmm. stuff behind the scenes But what happened was I guess there was one person who was in a scene and she made it into the final cut and they aired it. But even after they aired this episode, they did not like the creators did not like her in as that role. So the first time they premiered the episode on HBO was the only time they had this character in that scene. But they went in, they re-recorded the scene, they replaced her, so every subsequent viewing of it and the DVD and VHS and Blu-ray and streaming releases of them do not have that actress in there. So it's kind of one of those things, the only way you could really get a hold of that is if someone has like the original print from HBO or if somebody recorded it. TiVo. TiVo was back then, I think. Oh, maybe. (laughs) If you can find like a working TiVo box from back then. A working TiVo box that they didn't remove the data from. Yeah. Like, maybe. <laughs> That's funny. That w- that would suck as an actress. Like, she probably puts that on her IMDb and, like... It's like, you don't everyone's exist. Everyone's like... Yeah, it's there. Everyone's like, "That's bullshit." I, I, I just watched Sopranos last night, and you're not on there. She's like, "No, no, I promise that was me." Yeah. And you can't contact uh, any of the other people either related to the show to verify it. So tough luck. Yeah. <laughs> good luck explaining that one. Oh man, such a classic show, oh, man. It's so good. Yeah. Anyways, you, you know what, Master Turkey? This has been absolutely phenomenal having you on. Thank you so much for uh, lending some of your time to this and coming on for some good conversation. Thanks for having me, man. I really do appreciate nope. it, dude. This was fun. No problem. It definitely was. So I, I guess if anybody wants to hear more about you or where you're from or, like, follow you or check out what you do, where can people find you? What, whatever, like, social media you want to share, I'll put down below in the description on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Master Turkey and then at uh, Master Turkey for Twitter, and that should do it, I guess. Cool. I'll go ahead and link those. <laughs> well, Sweet. Thanks. Yeah, I appreciate dude, it. Dude, no problem. Yeah, this is this is definitely awesome. 
Well, everyone, I, uh, I hope you have a fun and safe Halloween wherever you might be listening to or checking this out from, if that is going to be your thing. Make sure you maybe not even go out on Halloween. You know what? I'm going to teach you all a little secret. If you go out on November 1st, you can just get a whole bunch of candy discounted. I don't know how many people know about that, but that's a thing that you can do. But anyways, this is Mr. Mario signing off. Thank you all for listening and watching, everyone. Until next month.